Welcome to episode 83 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we cover A Christmas Story from Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree. Welcome, <laughs> very special episode of the Movie City Maniacs. We're celebrating Christmas, as you can tell by Kyle's beautiful. The guy has a voice of an angel. Am I not? Am I? Am I wrong in no, this? No, you're not wrong saying that. I'm uh, Maddie Bazanko. Uh, I'm Kyle. I guess I'm Adam. He guesses he's Adam. Would you say every time I sing, an angel gets its wings? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> That's the uh, Ernest P. Whirl rendition of uh, Oh yeah. Christmas Tree. That's what we should be talking about. Ernest Saves Christmas Actually, that would have been a good one. Maybe <laughs> next year we can do yeah. all the Ernest in consecutive. Like every holiday will be an Ernest Saves uh, Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, we actually, it's a very special day because it's actually Kyle's birthday today. Yeah, happy and birthday, I actually Kyle. got you. you a present. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, if you give me one second. Is it that mistletoe right above? Yeah, it's, it's a belt buckle made out of mistletoe, baby. <laughs> oh. Okay. So Maddie is actually stripping. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. removing his clothes. There's a lot of gifts on Movie City Maniacs. Yeah, we are the commercialism uh, at yeah. its finest. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a complete set of um, the Return of Jafar. On VHS. <laughs> How many are there, buddy? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, it looks like eight. <laughs> eight copies of The Return of Jafar <laughs> on VHS. Happy birthday, buddy. I love you. <laughs> this is a gift that keeps on giving. It's like when one dies. It... You can keep watching The Return of Jafar for the rest of your life. Yeah. All right. Oh. I, I, it's my turn now. <laughs> did you get him some too? I did. Oh, shit. I feel kind of bad now just getting him like a shitty like uh, <laughs> mock present. Well, well, I feel bad too because we didn't mention Adam's birthday was two days ago. Should I give him the t- return yeah, of Jafar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, is, this is going to be more return of Jafar, isn't it? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Straight from Amazon, you know. Is that, it? Nothing but the best. They, this wrap, though. Do they wrap that shit? Yeah, they wrap it for you. Oh, my God. This is cars wrapping paper. My son would be losing his shit. <laughs> Go... I'm just keep going through it. Oh. 
<laughs> Five more copies of Refer to Jafar. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping you guys Five. are going to keep on uh, getting to my birth number here. <laughs> So Kyle now has 13 copies of Return of Jafar on VHS. I can probably officially say that I am I have the most copies of I would Return say of Jafar. You are on VHS. truly blessed. Like yeah. uh, some people have zero copies of the Return of That's Jafar. That's almost on VHS. like uh, the Jerry Maguire store <laughs> exactly, that exactly. only had VHS. Yeah, Jerry Maguire would have made more sense. <laughs> have you seen Return of Jafar? I have not. Wow, um... so now you got a chance. <laughs> My uh, first time watch is going to be on one of these uh, 13, what do I have, 13 copies 13 of copies. VHS Jafar. copies. Well, I, uh, thank you guys. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. Hey, some people that. are like uh, not rich in life, but rich in friendship, and uh, you are one of them. <laughs> and you're also rich in life because you now own 13 VHS copies. Yeah, if, if the return of Jafar was money, <laughs> yeah, you, I would be a very, very rich, rich man. man. Um, but anyways, guys, we are here to talk about, we're continuing our Christmas series. Uh, this is part two of our Bob Clark Christmas. Uh, last episode, we covered Black Christmas. Uh, this episode, uh, we are covering the classic A Christmas Story. Uh, we all decided that in, in tradition, we would watch this movie in a row for 24 hours straight. Yep. So we're going to see what our opinions are. <laughs> after the after. Uh, 12 watches? I got 12 watches out of it. Did you guys get 13 watches or... You watch the Christmas story more than the movies you watched in Shocktober. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Still slinging it. <laughs> but yeah, before we get into that, we do have, uh, we're going to uh, run down uh, some other Christmas stuff, we, well, anything we've been watching. Mm-hmm. And then we always do, this is our annual tradition where we, uh, yeah, do a little bit of gifts that maybe I'll be lacking get even more <laughs> Return <of> Jafar. <laughs> for our Christmas gifts. Uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit later. Uh, first off, let's start uh, with what we've been watching. I guess I'll start off because I just want to quickly run down these cartoons that I watched. Uh, I, of course, I watched the Charlie Brown Christmas, Garfield Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm, I'm sure everyone's seen those. Those are kind of mm. classics. I love them. I don't think I need to say much more. They're eight and a half, nines. They're kind of perfect they're for me. They're up there. I've kind of noticed doing a lot of reviews on Letterboxd that I love Christmas and Christmas <laughs> movies and TV because like, I rarely give four and a halfs. And I've been giving a lot of four and a halfs. And like, right. Are these all nostalgic kicks for you? Well, I think there's something about, I mean, I love the Christmas holiday and I think it is kind of like, I love these movies, but it's also like, there's something about, yeah, it's like these movies kind of my favorites go through like all moments that I can relate to and I, probably everyone can relate to. I mean, this movie, Christmas Story, we'll get into later on, but I think that's why it's so strong because like you start off relating to Ralphie when you watch the movie as a kid and like being that mm. kid that wants that gift for Christmas and no matter what. And his eyes opening in glee on Christmas morning. And then, like, as you watch it now, I'm, like, the crotchety old man. I totally relate to him and, like, the shit he deals with. But I I feel that, like, that's why I love a lot of these Christmas. At least the the best ones for me are the ones that kind of go through those moments. I mean, that's why I love National Lampoons, which I'm going to watch. I didn't uh, get a chance to watch it before this episode, but I kind of love those. But, uh, yeah, there's just something about all these specials. I think they work in that level. I think the best ones are the ones that are, like, still good episodes and funny and stuff, but then they also do have those kind of relatable nostalgia Christmas moments. Touching moments. Because some, sometimes, like, Christmas episodes are not usually the strongest of a show. They mm-hmm. sometimes go too sentimental and cheesy. But, yeah, I'm going to quickly run down some of these. Rugrats, The Santa Experience, 1992. <laughs> of course, I, I do watch some of these kid ones, but I think this is kind of a fun one where, like, the uh, the daughter, Angelica, is, like, She's a bit of a she's like she just is going around being a not nasty bitch, just for the just to do it. Like she's like trading deals so their gifts get screwed up, and then she finds out that she may not get a she may get coal from Santa. 
So, um, yeah. And then there's, you know, some fun moments in there where, like, you know, they have someone dressed as Santa coming by, but he can't make it. But then someone still shows up and is like, oh, who was that? <laughs> you always get that magical moment in all these. I mean, yeah. going back to, like, I love Lucy I do stuff. love that. Um, but I did watch um, a lot of Tom and Jerry. I'm not going to really talk about them all because most of them aren't that good. But I, I love the 1941, The Night Before Christmas, where it's just a classic. I'm a big fan of all those classic, like, seven-minute kind of theatrical shorts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I feel like that one is a strong one. I, I feel a lot of these shows, like Bugs Bunny and stuff, when they try to do stories, which they try to do in all the modern renditions, they're not really... very good. I, I agree. Like, I used to love the the Christmas. I was thinking about the other day and thinking about Christmas because we're doing this. And, and I, I honestly, over the last 15 years, you know, I watched two or three things that's probably it that are, like, mm-hmm. Christmas-related. But as a kid... We had so many things. Think about the, all the Mickey Mouse shorts mm-hmm. they used to show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of those are great, too. But again, I find like the ones from the 40s, like I love that old animation or even going back further, whereas now it's like if they did a Mickey Mouse cartoon, which I have some of the newer Christmas ones, it's like it's a 20 minute and it has this plot and all this shit. I love these where it's like, yeah, like thinking of speaking of Disney, like there's one, it's Chip and Dale. They're in a Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah. They're fucking with Pluto. I, I watched that tree. a million it's times fun. as a yeah. kid. Yeah. But yeah, so the, I'm going to give The Night Before Christmas 8 out of 10, have a lot of fun with it. And then I also watched, uh, again, I'm not going to say too much, but Santa's Surprise from 47, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 48, The Shanty Where Santa Claus Lives from 33, and Christmas Comes But Once a Year from 1936. I have a disc that has all these classic That was the porno. Cartoons. Yeah, it, it, they all sound like <laughs> pornos, right? Well, yeah. But uh, most of, there, there's a disc and a lot of the cartoons aren't that great, but I find these ones were kind of the highlights. The one thing is, and like going by Letterboxd, these are classic episodes, but now there's some stuff that we'll just say is not politically correct yeah. in there. And people have really torn these to shreds and it's because kind of sad of it. to me. It's like, I get it. But I also can look at a 1933 cartoon and understand that that you know there might be one scene where possibly a doll is in blackface or like yeah. there's one where like all the kids are you know they they're like ah oh, Santa does all this for us they go to his house and see that I guess there's no Mrs Claus or elves but he lives in like this shithole so they clean it up and they're all doing different things but one of the black kids shines his shoes which is terrible. Yeah. But it's like all the kids are kind of doing work around the house. So I don't know. Like uh, People are like, ah, oh, you know, how can you show this to your kids? Now they're, they're going to ask so many questions. And if you show it to your kids, they don't know. They, even, they don't know. They what, wouldn't even clock it, No, right? they just see all kids doing the work around the house. Yeah, yeah I, I guess there's like, there's Song of the South. Yeah. Which is basically like a full-length <laughs> racist portrayal. Yeah, like, uh, what was that? And, there, and there's things that have, have momentary scenes, which is almost like the same thing as when... There are erasing blackface scenes from comedies or something. There, yeah. It's almost better to have it in there and be like, if you're watching this, this happened, this, this happened and this was fucked up. Yeah. Well, a lot of the ones too, like they were erasing from like 30 Rock and like, um, what was the other one? Community. Mm-hmm. Those were actually playing on that, that how like that that should happen and yeah. how dumb these people are. And it's like, dude, you can't do that. Like they were commenting on that. So it's kind of weird when they erase stuff like that. But yeah, I just, I, I get it. I understand, you know, if it offends you, but at the same time, I mean, I still think these are, there's amazing pieces of animation. Mm-hmm. I think like back then they were just so fun the way they would, like the one is like a bunch of poor kids. They don't get anything. So this guy decides he's going to 
give them a good Christmas. So he gets like all like these things from around the house and creates all these cool presents and like how like a train that runs on like a coffee pot and like he he gets a bunch of umbrellas, what, stacks them, and then creates Albert? a tree. No, that one was. Um, I feel like that one is. Uh, that one might be Santa's surprise. I, okay. Or maybe no, maybe that was Christmas comes, but once a year they kind of all again. I watched them all in a row, but they all um, together. Anyways, I highly recommend them all. Um, I understand, you know, that there's some things in there, but I, you know, this is 1933 people. I mean, history is uh, yeah. on display here. Figure that word. Just explain. If your kids yeah. ask what, explain like this is to me, like have a dialogue, I, you know, have a teachable yeah. moment. We, we've done that with our, our yeah. even young children at this time. That's like, yes, there was a time when like, you know, black people weren't allowed on a bus. They weren't yeah. allowed to share the same waterfront. Like that's, you know let this stuff come up and explain it to him. Don't just try to erase and pretend it never happened. I mean, that, mm-hmm. what's the famous saying that, you know, you erase it and you... Bound to repeat it. Bound to repeat and, it. And it's not like we are... And we've kind of proven that yeah, the, the shit is still... still happening. Yeah, like so... So many of these things yeah. are, are so are so relevant to now. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about those. And then um, as far as cartoons, the only other one I wanted to mention is I watched a bunch of Scooby-Doo Christmas. Again, I won't talk about them too much. But I, again, I got this disc and it's got like... Is there a Scooby-Doo... Do they make Kiss in any of these? Not in the Christmas ones, unfortunately. Okay. But these were a lot of fun. Like I got a disc and there's tons of like them against the bottom of Snowmans and Yetis not shit. But uh, there's one uh, Haunted Holidays from 2012, which is a lot of fun where there's this like snowman creature and he creates this blizzard and locks them. So they're kind of locked in a toy store with this blizzard. Kind of reminded me of Krampus actually awesome. with a snow creature outside. And then there was another one, a Scooby-Doo Christmas from 2002, which was a lot of fun. This was like, uh, instead of the headless horseman, a headless snowman. That's actually kind of So it's dope. like snowman attacking people with its head. So yeah, I don't know. I have been having a lot of fun with um, some of these. Again, not every kid's cartoon works. Mm-hmm. But I think if you if you search out, you got kids, you got to watch some stuff, you can find some gems. I mean, you know, our one son's been watching Max and Ruby a hundred fucking times. But uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about that. I don't enjoy that kind of stuff. But yeah, these kind of ones are... Oh, and actually one more... Since we're talking about Christmas Story, I watched kind of the animated version of it, Life with Louie, a Christmas surprise for Mrs. Stillman. Can you do your Louie impression for us? From 1994. Oh, wait, that's a dad. Oh, you got the ice in the air. (laughs) That's good. I'll give it to you. That's That's a good Louie impression. Don't the rule. No ice in the air. It's a lot of fun. Like they go through, yeah, like the tradition. Kids having snowball fights, uh, trying to bargain for the Christmas tree, put, putting up the Christmas lights, and in this episode, I guess the neighbor, her husband, recently passed away, so they're going to help her decorate for Christmas. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm going to give that one eight out of ten. I, I recommend it. It's one of the better Life with Louis episodes. Christmas episodes. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's it for Christmas cartoons. I watched a couple other things, but uh, who else wants to jump in? Yeah, I watched some movies uh, and 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 some shows as well. I watched from 1938, Holiday, uh, George Cukor, stars Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Okay. Um, and it's basically around Christmas time, Cary Grant meets this woman, and he doesn't really, and this is like in the opening scene, he doesn't know that she's from the richest family in New York. And he comes in there, and he's kind of this guy that's come from nothing and worked his way up, and he's still not really accepted in this world, but because he seems like he's such a fast riser, but his whole plan is just to make a bunch of money on this next deal and retire. Like he, So there's all this tension that's built there. It's another screwball comedy that uh, Hepburn and Cary Grant, it's not Hepburn that he initially is supposed to, to marry. She's the black sheep of the uh-huh. family. Is Cary Grant charming as hell? Yeah. Have you guys seen any, uh, like, a Philadelphia story or Bringing Up Baby or... No. So 
this I've seen the other two, and I've seen the other two multiple times, and they're yeah. they're in my opinion some of the best comedies ever made. Oh, really? Um, they're incredible. Better than Porky's. Yes, better. <laughs> in my opinion, better than Porky's, and. This one doesn't disappoint either. It's probably not at the height of the other ones, which are basically some of the best. You know, in, in a Philadelphia story, you have Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn, and Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. What year is this from? This is 1938. 30, okay. It ends up being l- less of a Christmas movie and more of a New Year's Eve movie. Okay. Because okay. It's, it's a holiday movie. It's a holiday movie. So their big engagement party ends up in this fancy mansion on the upper west side the 21 club or something like that (laughs) it's it's crazy and 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 because the house is so large they get a lot of humor out of that but Mm. it's this massive party that's going on and that's where probably a third or even a little bit more the movie takes place is on new year's eve i I loved it i'm I'm gonna give it 8.5 like again it's a little bit below the other two maybe just because it doesn't quite reach the zany heights of bringing up baby and doesn't maybe have the same sort of total depth of character as Philadelphia, Philadelphia story. story. It's great, though. Those are the only three movies they made. Their batting average has to be one of the highest of all time in terms of people Crazy. that made hmm. multiple movies with one another. Yeah, I, I, I want to check out a lot of those. I haven't. Uh, you've been kind of recommending these hmm. kind of. Well, maybe they're not. They're big, big films, I guess, for classic movie fans, but kind of gems for. For people like us that haven't, you know, searched out Wait, the old is uh, Christmas films. Philadelphia a remake of the Philadelphia Story? Yeah, <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. It wasn't AIDS then. It, it's uh, it was uh, was that the no no uh, was that the Spanish flu? Yeah, yeah, all right, <laughs> almost twenty years apart. Uh, yeah, so I, I watched that, uh, and then I also watched a bunch of Bob's Burgers that oh, you nice. that yeah, you had watched. Uh, I think you'd watch most of this uh, mm. season four, episode eight, Christmas in the Car. That was a fun one. I like that one. Yeah, that's a fun one. I'm going to give that one seven. Season five, episode six, Father of the Bob. This is where he goes to the... Yeah, that, that was pretty good, too. Yeah. I, I'm going to give... I'd like that one a little bit more, I think, oh, actually. Okay. 7.5. And then last, Gingerbread House on the left. Uh, that was a strange one. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I think it might have been my favorite. I'm, I'm oh, a, wow. I think it's still like a little... I find all of these are a little bit below top tier... Um, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Now I've heard the one I I was gonna watch today, and I yeah, didn't I didn't time. I didn't watch the next one either. It's a two parter, I believe. Which is, and it's supposed to be the best one, the bleakening. I, and, yeah, I love when Christmas episodes do two parters. That's just so ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be one of the ultimate episodes. Like, oh, it's, awesome. it's supposed to be up. Like, there's multiple like holiday rankings of all the Bob's Burgers, and this one and Full Bars and the Haunting are always kind of in the, the spot and most of the other Christmas stuff's a little bit later so I'm, I'll give this one 7.5 again I, I think it's just okay. like they're, the next tier down I probably would have given something similar to the one with the mannequin which I watched uh, yeah, that in November one was pretty good too. that was a weird one too um, yeah Bosberg's great Maddie awesome I watched uh, Don't Open Till Christmas I don't nice. I have no idea where this movie's from like is it English I think it's yeah pretty. I but it's, it's like British. an Italian production I don't know, is it? It looked Italian. I, I, I watched the whole making yeah. of it. I totally forget. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what's going on is is uh, there's a serial killer out. So anybody who's dressed as Santa, they're getting an untimely end. And they are getting like lobbed off in more gruesome ways. Like, yeah, there's some... Gruesome, isn't there one like oh, the chestnuts roasting over an open yeah, fire? Yeah, the like, guy like gets his face grilled. There's a uh, mall What Santa. year is this from? I, I think it's what, like 81? I yeah, want to say. I, I thought it was even... Earlier? earlier, but I could be wrong. Let me 
you talk. I'll look it up as you. Yo, anyways, yeah. And there's like one scene where our mall Santa goes to the urinal and. Uh, oh, no, 1984. Wow. 84. Wow. Yeah. What you think? Like, you're like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. <gasps> oh, it happened. Like, ooh, it was gruesome. But the thing is, the plot is so clunky. But the kills are so much fun, you don't care. Right. And you're just kind of hanging out in like downtown London with these um, a musician and his girlfriend whose dad died. It's kind of a very yeah. like gritty film too, yeah. like kind of like dark and gritty. Yeah, it's it's like, it's again, not in the streets of New York, but it feels like, like something like Maniac in the gritty streets yeah. of New York, but it only the, in London or something. streets of London. Yeah, I, I think this is like a very underrated flick. Like, I, I don't think enough but people talk about it. The plot just seemed a bit so disjointed. Like, I didn't care who the killer was, and uh, uh, I, I, I didn't mind that. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think Christmas horror is kind of underrated. Like, mm. I think there's a lot of, when you look through it, there's a lot of really good, fun... Like, I, I almost yeah. wonder if there's there's more better Christmas horror films than there is, like, horror films set on Halloween. Ah, uh, yeah. There's no. not a lot of great there, films no set way. on Halloween. It's hard to have that atmosphere with these Christmas movies set uh, on. I don't know, man. Like, I love... How many ways can you kill with, like, a, a candy cane? Even the, the the short with... Um, Treepocalypse? In the anthology th- series with... Uh, oh, yeah, and in Tales sh- in the Crypt. Uh, yeah, all Tales, Through the House. All Through the House. Oh, that's yeah. one of my favorite anthology segments. fucking star? Joan Collins. Joan Collins. There we go. Uh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's... A, that's an excellent... Yeah, that actually is I love amazing. Krampus. I love Black Christmas. Santa slays a lot of fucking fun... Home um, Alone. <laughs> What's well, yeah, the Home Alone, but like for adults? Better watch out. Better watch. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's definitely like, well, may, yeah, maybe not as, I don't know. I'd say it's pretty close. Like, yeah. again, I would put Black Christmas up against Halloween and I guess there's nothing, nothing compares to Trick or Treat. Yeah. Christmas Horror Story is pretty good, but it's not as good. Yeah. But Krampus, I would put up there with any other Halloween <laughs> movie. Anyway. So, uh, uh, <laughs> What are you going to give don't it? Don't open the I'm going to give it 7.5. Okay, I nice. had a ton of fun with this. It was kind of fun. Characters you don't really care about, but the kills are kind of worth the uh Yeah, I'm, I'm dying to get that and one on Blu-ray. there is one great scene where he walks into a, a wax museum, and uh, there was a bunch of like um, set pieces that kind of work out really well. That was hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. I watched uh, a couple more sitcom episodes I've run through here. The Cosby Show, Season 8, Claire's Place. I had oh, this, yeah? It was on one of the compilation DVDs from 1991. Not really a great Christmas episode. It's like about, I guess, Claire, his wife. It's like he gets her her room for her birthday, which is near Christmas or mm-hmm. something. Or I don't know why. But anyway, she gets a room. It's just her hanging on this room the whole day. And they have to <laughs> figure out stuff on their own, like make Christmas cookies and put the lights. And yeah, uh, five and a half. Not, uh, <laughs> not, not, not worth a watch. Not not worth uh, going through the, the Cosby <laughs> for it. Um, it's not one of the better Cosby ones. Uh, but I did watch a show that Adam's not a fan of. I watched a couple of Married with Children. Oh, you don't like Married with Children? He's talking about it. Let's not get it. Yeah, I don't okay. care. <laughs> um, so from season two, you better watch out, 1987. This is kind of fun where like they're poor. Uh, of course. Like a, a mall um, giveaway? Yeah, there's a Santa that's parachute? parachuting out for the opening of a mall or something. He's got a bag mm. of gift Oh, I remember gift- this one. Yeah. Um, he dies, lands in yeah. their uh, backyard, and it's them dealing with it. It's your standard kind of marriage with children where everything goes wrong and, you know, they got nothing for Christmas. But then this is actually one of the few, they not spoiling too much, where it actually kind of works out in their favor at the mm-hmm. very end because they're like screwed right to the end and then, you know, they get something. But then I did watch, um, that, that one was okay. I'm going to give it seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. It was a fun watch. But the next one was a blast. Uh, marriage with Children season four. It's actually a two-parter. It's a Bundy full life. 
1989. So this one's so much fun where I guess Bundy, he has he actually has money for once put away, but he can't close the store and get to the bank in time. They close early. And uh, uh, Marcy, she's working at the Marcy bank. Marcy Darcy. <laughs> she's getting drunk. And there's a fun thing where she's like <laughs> photocopying her ass and like... <laughs> drunk passed out in the, the floor but anyways, yeah so they close early for their bank party and he doesn't get his money so he comes home and everyone's pissed at him so he electrocutes himself putting up the lights and has like you know i wish i was never born kind of moment in his angel is sam kinnison <laughs> this is the first time i had ever seen this comedian i only found out about this special a couple years ago and this guy okay. i'm sure i probably might have seen him in something before in a special but this is the first time I'm like, who is this guy? Why is he yelling so much? <laughs> and now it's like, I totally love it. It's just so crazy. I Like, I'm not a Kennison fan. I am not a Kennison guy I think at he, all. See, I, I think he's hilarious. But again, maybe he's just, I don't know if I could handle a whole hour special. Yeah. There are some moments, too, where he goes on these rants about his wife that's so, like, mean-spirited yeah. massages that, like, I couldn't believe that they got away with it on, like, I guess Sunday, Sunday nights at like 8.30. But he's yelling like, that fat whore, that yeah. bitch. Like he goes on this whole rant. But uh, that part aside, like it's just so funny the shit he says. Like <laughs> when he finds out like, this is why you get me, this guy. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought there's a lot of great gags. I uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. And the whole, the whole uh, joke on this one is that without him, his whole family ends up better off. Peg marries someone successful rich. and rich. Kelly like goes to school and she's like this smart college student. Co-ed. Um, any, anyways, yeah, the, the joke is that everything's better off without him. So I'm going to give that 8 out of 10. Oh, I, uh, 8 out of 10. Eh? I totally had a blast awesome. with it. I, I thought it was funny. I'm curious if you're going to like go into like, uh, this is your first foray with Sam Kennison? Because what else would he be in that he would know? After, after I've seen think. this, Netflix like a year ago released like a bunch of documentaries and specials. Yeah. On his, it was like his anniversary of his I watched, yeah, like a, a Comedy Central, like um, a doc on him, and like, wow, he is terrible. Like, See, I, yeah. I want to. I, I think he's. Funny, and I remember, again, I've only seen. And I remember him in seeing one of the specials spurts. and being like, because because there was something with him and Bill Hicks or something like mm. that. The, there maybe somebody stole a odds? joke or there, there's something years ago. Yeah. And I, I I love Bill Hicks and yeah. So I was like, I, well, I should see what this guy's all about. Yeah. And fuck it. I, and then I me- remembered him from that episode, yeah. and and I think he was on a few other things around that time when we were kids. He was. Uh, he probably appeared in a weird, like maybe like a Pee Wee's Adventure, or like he was a comedian. Like a, yeah. he had like a, a single about Wild Thing, where he kind of sang Wild Thing. Yeah, like yeah. in his. Uh, Way. Yeah, I definitely could see him mm. not working in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, I think it would get really old fast, but it, mm. it was definitely funny in small bursts. So I, I had a yeah, I had a blast. I'm going to try to get through the rest of them. I do find like Married with Children is one of the shows you can only watch so much. Like, yeah. it, it's just the same thing. It's so negative and like everyone is a terrible person <laughs> in it. It's like, I don't know. They never win. No, it's, it's kind of depressing. It's weird how these, maybe this is the strength, but like. I thought I never really paid attention to this show, but whenever you mention one of these episodes, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember that one. Right? And I haven't what? watched this fucking show in almost 30 years. Yeah. I think it was Since a, it was on. Like, like Maddie said, I think it was yeah. like either before or after something that you always watched. Yeah. Because I think that's why I saw it. I don't know if I was necessarily searching it out. It was just always on before like Simpsons or something yeah. like that. I think, or... I think the Simpsons, it was the reverse home improvement. So Simpsons was on at five and then you'd have to watch home improvement to get to more Simpsons (laughs) or whatever. And then this one was on at like 
9.30. Or 10. And then, yeah. then you had Seinfeld to- Seinfeld came on afterwards yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So you had to get- Because for me, I, I base my repeat watching on Simpsons and Seinfeld. Yeah, that makes sense. See, I will say, like, Becky is too, is like, why do you guys watch this? Like, it's so negative and shit. Mm-hmm. But she was sitting there and she was laughing. Giggling. <laughs> I think it's one of those shows, like, again, in small bursts, it's funny. Like, yeah. you can't help but laugh at some of the burns they, they insult on each mm-hmm. other, the family. There's some funny stuff in there, but- Again, like it is fucking depressing. I don't know. It's a weird show that I can't believe it lasted like eight or nine or however many seasons. Even more. It is kind of insane. Like 11 seasons, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I'm just surprised. I just don't see it. Maybe Americans. (laughs) Yeah. Because it just doesn't seem like the kind of show that would be popular. It kind of saved Fox. I think it was like one of Fox's first sitcoms. That and The Simpsons. There was, of course, the gag where like uh, she comes with a big bow on her and she's like, Ow. Ow, I got your present here. And he's like, oh, what is it? And she's like, it's me. And he's like, oh, I already got that last year or something. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's some funny stuff in there, but it, I could understand it's not for everyone. The Simpsons gag on what the show is. <laughs> it's amazing. Is pretty he just yeah. flushes the tele- <laughs> <laughs> toilet. <laughs> no pig. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the audiences love yeah. that shit. Uh, what else did you guys watch? So I watched a movie that... I think both of you had had recommended Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Nice. So this is a a movie based in northern Finland. I believe it's a Finnish production. Mm. And it's just before Christmas, and they're drilling into this mountain where you quickly realize that some kind of Santa is Mm. buried in there. But it's not the friendly Santa. It's the more demonic Santa. It's a, it's a interesting mm. it's a great take. take on the... It's a great take. It's a great concept. When you first started watching, were you like so um, outside of a comfort zone? I found when I watched this, I was like, what, what it kind of has like a what tension building. Into? Yeah, you're, you, and you know have no idea, coming. but you kind of just go into Isn't, it. It doesn't open like all the reindeer slaughtered or something. Yeah, yeah or... so that's that's a little bit later, but that okay. that's that's a scene. Yeah, there's this scene where like they're trying to find their reindeer that they've spent $85,000 yeah. some fucking mm-hmm. insane price on and they're all slaughtered on the grounds uh, leading up to this mountain and the boy who's who is really just like this charming yeah. little boy yeah. is great child actor in it and maybe for me the best actor in the whole like some of that is a little clunky for me in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. even you know sometimes people go well can you really tell it's in another language you yeah. can usually tell yeah. still. And everybody seems a little bit amateurish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked to seen these guys do, again, as much as I love the Krampus movie, that's kind of like Michael Dottery kind of taking Krampus and doing his mixing with his own mythology. I would have liked to seen these guys take the actual like Krampus mythology and do something with it. I think it could have been interesting. Yeah. Like the furry creature and like how it steals the kids and it, it, it kind of has that feel to it. Yeah, the, all the kids, of course, are now naughty. Yeah, so that's interesting. So... My wife, Tammy, who notoriously, if you've listened to the podcast, did not like Krampus and almost like... Thinks Kyle's an absolute idiot. And almost threw my phone for having it as an honorable mention on my best of the decade. She loved this. This is like... She thinks this is the greatest Christmas movie she's ever seen. Yeah. I I assume she would dig it. Yeah, I guess it's more... Yeah, I I like it. I don't know if I would go that far, but it is still really good. I couldn't believe... like It is more of a serious... And she was like, like... See, again, though, I think she's more into, like, the serious horror. It's kind of funny, though. 
Like they're all yeah, quirky it, it still and has weird. Kind and, of, um, it's I not. It's not campy. That's the only thing. It just seems. It doesn't have like cr- the cr- yeah. Krampus is totally has it's like playful. an 80s Gremlin style vibe. You know, fun for you can almost show that to your kids mm-hmm. to a point. Whereas like this one, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Without saying too much, what do you think of the twist of like? How do I say this? Of what Santa Claus is. Yeah, I, I love what Santa See, Claus I, is. I don't know if I... I know that. That's kind of always what I was a little bit disappointed on, I think. Like, I wanted more. You never really get to see. Well, he does... Spoilers. You, like, you never really get to see Santa in action. Mm-hmm. And and that might have been, like, budgetary things. Yeah, I think it was, um, for sure, yeah. But I also kind of like that. I kind of like that you, you get enough of seeing him to be like, what would this all be about? I, I, just, I, I was just thinking, because I know... Tammy didn't like Krampus because you didn't really get a good Krampus. And I, I could see kind of being the same thing as this, where you never really get a good... She gave this five stars on Letterboxd. Oh, wow. Five? Yeah. Now, wow. her, her ratings are usually like, just like, love, dad, that was good enough. Or like, what the fuck was that? Okay. Um, <laughs> there's uh, three. Yeah, there, wow. there's not as much variety. Uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's okay. where I'd probably go to. Yeah, like, I really, really liked it. Yeah. Um, Did you get a chance to watch the shorts that are on there? Though? No, I didn't okay. get to watch it. Because th- this shorts. is based on, I guess they did, like, two shorts that are kind of fun. They're, like, five minutes long. Almost like commercials of the company that has caught Santa's elves and is using them for their rare exports, hence the mm-hmm. name. It kind of like the way this film ends, I guess. I don't know if I'm explaining too much. Yeah. The, that's what the, the shorts originally, but they're, they're pretty They're pretty fun too. They they did a couple of those before the Yeah, movie. like I, I, I guess I didn't, the, the, the end scene is cute and whatever. Like this movie is, it's it's not that serious. Like you, I, I don't know what, if you're, yeah, you're putting it in the wrong way. It, yeah, like, I wouldn't say serious, but it's played serious. You know what I'm saying? Like almost like a mockumentary. Some in people a weird were kind way. of looking at it saying you could look at the ending almost as like slavery yeah. in, in a sense. Like you could look at it in a really dark way, even though to me, I look at it as like a fun kind of, oh, that's, that's funny. I see it as almost just like a, a, kind li- of a, goofy, a little little goofy little gag yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like the goofy little gag at the end personally. Um, okay. I think it almost ends stronger just before that, but yeah, still, still, good recommendation. I really, really enjoyed it. Cool, awesome. Leading on that, I guess I'll jump in with. Uh, I watched not uh, Krampus, but I watched Gremlins from 1984. Oh, nice. I've watched it with my son before, but he kind of would tune out at certain points. This is now he's really at the age where he's really like, I want to sit and watch a film from beginning to end. He's, he's clocking it. He's 32 this year. Yeah. He yeah. Be. <laughs> uh, he's been big into Gremlins though, like. Even though he hasn't fully seen the movie, he loves the creatures, the design, um, like a lot of stuff. I mean, he loves the Sam creature, and he's obviously not seen that movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, we watched this from beginning, and you know, I warned him. There's a couple moments that are a little bit scarier. There's some blood in there because there's a thing with blood. But uh, no, he he totally loved this film. He, at the end, he's like, you know what, Mom, uh, Gizmo is cute, but the Gremlins are where it's at. Like, they look like they're having so <laughs> much boy. fun. It's like, and it is like. I forgot, like, that bar scene is, is so awesome. fucking yeah, much yeah. fun in, like, yeah. in a five-minute span or whatever that is. And, like, the effects are so good. Like, mm-hmm. I do not see how, like, you do not see any wires or anything when they're these yeah. gremlins are interacting and doing all the crazy stuff. It kind of, like, scares me because I know they're finally doing a part three that if they... I think I did hear they're going to do it practical, and I hope that's true because I don't want to see this ruined with CGI. But yeah, this film is again almost another perfect. I guess I love my Christmas horror. Yeah, like I think it works on every level. I think that it's the the jokes and everything are great. I love the music and the Christmas. I mean, it opens up with "Darling Love," my favorite mm-hmm. Christmas song of all time. Uh, "Baby, please come home." It's got like the the setting is like that. 
kind of Rockwell style of, of town, mm-hmm. a small little town, perfectly with the Christmas lights yeah. and the, the snow. Town square. And, yeah, it's just, and then it's just so great. And then you got the, the evil old woman who, you know, pretty much owns the town. Everyone owes her money. Mm-hmm. She's the landlord of the, owns everyone's house. Everything works on it. I, I think the cuteness of Gizmo, like who doesn't watch that movie and want to own yeah. a Mogwai? But then when like the gremlins, like it, there's some scary shit in there. But then it's so fun, and I don't know. It's like this perfect mix. That story where she tells about oh, her dad getting caught and snapping his neck, and they find him a couple of days. Like that whole scene is so fucked up, and yeah. and but good, and like and and that's like I mean, this is the movie that made me fall in love with Phoebe Cates. Oh, I mean, yeah. I saw this obviously before I've seen Fast Times and stuff, and she's so I don't know. She's like that perfect cute little girl next door in mm. this um yeah I, I love everything about this movie what are you gonna give it are you gonna give it a perfect score i'm not gonna give perfect score because i again there's i can't do it but i'm gonna go nine out of ten for this one as not well even 9.5 i thought uh no i think i like, thought he was leading up to a 9.5 i Did put you? this up there with like all the my favorite christmas movies though. yeah like it's up there with all the like national lampoons and yeah everything. like this would this would be up there i think I would, christmas I would, it's up there i rewatched this last year i think and uh I would probably like. I probably go eight point five. I yeah. like. There was a few things. I, I remember plotting wise. It seemed like the classic movies that like they're playing. It's a wonderful, awful. It's a wonderful life. Or some of the monster stuff. Like they they race through it a little bit more because they're just trying to fill a lot. But like, it's still. We didn't amazing. even mention uh, Dick Miller. Dick oh, Miller yeah, is fucking is the man. man. He was pretty much Joe Dante's guy for ages, right? Yeah, but, for ages. Yeah. Explorers, which I watched this year, yeah. the Burbs, which I watched this year. Yeah. He, yeah, Joe he was like great. a piranha. He was kind of like the, uh, Joe Dante is kind of an yeah. underrated. But and the other thing is too, the mythology is so cool. Like yeah. I love the Mogwai and the Gremlin are two of the best creature mm-hmm. designs ever, in my opinion. It's such a cool idea. Like if he gets wet, he multiplies and mm-hmm. or eats and all like all, all that midnight. stuff. The the sun, like I, I just love all that stuff. Did you notice when he was on the uh, his dad when he's on the phone at the uh, convention? There's oh, like the, the, uh, the, robot. the robot, and like the there's a time machine. Yeah, the time machine. That he, and it talks it, and then it cuts back to Billy. Then it goes back to him. The time machine's gone. See, I, I could see some people yeah. finding some of that stuff with the dad filler. Oh, I thought it was. Awesome. I, I think I, I love it too. Like it's kind of fun to, I guess, mm-hmm. um, mix it up a bit. But I could also see some people like. It almost like you're in the middle of the story's gremlins, and then we cut to him at a gas station trying to get a hold of him on the phone for a couple minutes, mm-hmm. selling his uh, ashtray or whatever. But uh, I could see people having a problem with that. But yeah, I, I love this. Yeah, I love all that stuff. I as love well. this movie. Yeah, it would be in- interesting if we ever like a Joe Dante. Actually, that'd be a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch anything else? Or I did. I watched from this year that you talked about last week. Oh, Fat, Fat Man. Man. I watched Fat Man as well. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, 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 that memorable, that fat man? Yeah. So you talked about it. It is Mel yeah. Gibson starring as uh, Santa. Santa. And Santa, I love actually the lore of it. it he's, he's basically hiding up in Alaska and he's got his mm-hmm. shop up there. And things aren't going the way they've gone in the I, past. Children are too naughty. So he can't make money off of presents, so he's kind of losing. Well, shit. they're Pazinati. They're kind of sh- yeah. <laughs> like you're hearing about kids doing really terrible things, and so I think Mel Gibson is is actually yeah, like as you were saying, there. he's yeah. he's really yeah. good. In, and 
Um, it is such a weird bent of a movie because it's played yeah. uh, like real, but Santa Claus is uh, an actual I, being. I don't, that, I, it's a hard movie to rate because yeah. like, I don't even know. Like To me, I, I left it not loving it, but really enjoying because it, it's so weird mm-hmm. and out there and different. I, and I don't know. There's like, warmth between him and Marianne yeah, Jean-Baptiste. I love the relationship. I love that relationship. What I didn't love was almost everything that wasn't based around there. Like yeah. I love Walter Goggins. He, I found him not as uh, good in this. Like well, he's, he's kind of like a Looney Tunes villain. Yeah, I didn't take his character but it doesn't, serious. It, the the, the yeah. tone that, doesn't. I know match that, that's what I'm all. saying. That's my that that's why the film is and, so strange. And like, the I don't, side plot a, with the kid hiring Goggins to go. I hated. Yeah. All hated. I think it's kind of an interesting. If that was the movie, that's I'm giving this movie <laughs> one star. I fucking despise the direction everything about it. like it's an interesting idea i like the idea but yeah. there's no like real force he's this kind of cardboard cutout but there's no man. like and and this is where what kind of kills but me I about like it the stuff all. where he's collecting like all the old santa i didn't get that yes. either like yeah like they don't like that is set up interesting like all these things are interesting like mm-hmm. why goggins would want to get him you can tell Goggins just doesn't know how to play the character. Like it's just so undefined. Like this mm-hmm. is a guy that usually murders every character. character role. He's every in. character. This I've I've never seen him bad in a movie. Mm-hmm. He's 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 for me actively bad or just like doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I just feel like he's in there's I two different tones to the movie. He played it almost too uh family friendly in a weird way, as opposed to like uh Mel Gibson kind of felt like an action like movie and this the two didn't. I think coerce. this would have been better as like a either do it serious or do it like a fun '80s action you style. Got yeah, it. you got it. I, I, exactly. I think that's why it is so weird. But yeah. I, again, I, I was still and the gifts, found it so and the action stuff. The premise sounds like the thing that you're going to be into. Right, like that's yeah. like you were talking about the premise last week, and I was like, that sounds awesome. This hitman's coming yeah. to kill Santa, yeah. and they go all of that stuff doesn't work. Yeah, no. And I kind of liked like all, all the the, uh, the attack on the, the elves. The, and the, the attack on the elves. I, I think the last scene is great, but I think it, again it's based upon once Gibson gets involved. I can't believe that Walter Goggins taking out. I, I don't want to say spoilers, but taking out the uh, military just seemed boring to me in a yeah. weird way. There's so much repetition. Uh, every Walter Goggins scene is a montage of him with a gun, or him, yeah. or him preparing something, or him going in the store to buy a jacket. Like, mm-hmm. and it's all shot. Like, oh, we'll put this kind of cool montage, but it's so uninventive. I think the directors take a lot of the blame for this not being... And I feel cheated because there's a great... Yeah. So maybe I won't recommend their other movie to you, uh, Small Town. I've heard... (laughs) I I, I then dove into what they've been doing, and and people that really like that one aren't liking I don't know. That one I could... That one has... I don't know. Yeah, I won't won't say anything. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you know that trailer in um, Scrooged? About uh, yeah. <laughs> with Lee Majors, mm-hmm. I feel that would be more interesting if like Mel Gibson was that Santa. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think Mel Gibson was fine. I think they should have yeah. took the Mel Gibson and did a serious movie, and then took the Walter Goggins yeah. and did that. movie. It felt like two different movies. But uh, again, I, I don't know. Well, I, I just actually once they met up, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, like they're 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 you almost to, saying something yeah. cool about or not cool. They're saying something sophisticated about mm. capitalism and greed. And then they just pull back and be like, ah, kids are worse these days, which is bullshit because you could pull headlines from any yeah. sort of era of ever. Kids used to be like fucking killing people because yeah. they were like put into armies and stuff. Yeah. Like, So that that I don't buy it, but they, they almost go there. Like you can see 
the comment on like what the U.S. military is having to do and all that. There, mm-hmm. There's like a great movie in this. It, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. But I, you have to admit, it's one of the most interesting oh, Christmas interesting movies of all hell. time. Like, there's nothing like this movie out there. That's why it makes me so mad. Because yeah. it should be. See, I like that. Yeah. I, th- I think that's such an interesting idea that this kid is fucking pissed <laughs> that he gets shit for Christmas, so he hires a hitman. It's the, the reason why I wanted to watch the movie. And once that started, I was like, this is done so poorly. Like, even the way those scenes are shot compared to the stuff that's happening in Alaska, it's like two different mm-hmm. directors. It's almost like they spliced together a yeah. movie. Well, maybe it's like they needed that premise to kind of get the money for that's the That's what I thought the as budget. well. Yeah. And then, but it's like, this is a movie I wanted to make, but no one's going to buy that. But if we sell it as like this fun... Hitman. Which is what a lot of people... It seems said, like a lot of people... The end I loved. Yeah. I, the, the very end yeah. I also really loved. And I loved the, you know, everything that happens to him and... Even like uh, that speech he gives Goggins is like, you think you're the first guy to come for me? Motherfucker? Yeah. Like, I loved that speech. It's till Goggins said, yeah. says yeah. whatever his line yeah. and he's... I couldn't... He's just so flat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I had fun with him, but I think he is kind of like a fun, like I said, Looney Tunes kind of villain. Yeah. And, I don't know. If you've seen... I don't know if how much you've... He usually pl- ratches... I've seen him uh, like in Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, and and, and he, he seems kind of muted in this compared yeah. to where he normally would go. Anyways, I, I like... What are you giving this? I wanted to give it 6.5, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm giving it 6.5 as well. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I think I liked it more, but... Yeah. That being said, it's probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. But that's uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be really, watching it every every year with yeah. the the diehards and the Invasion yeah. USA's. And I want to watch Invasion USA. Like, yeah. so I want to uh, check this out. Mentioning Die Hard, did you watch it? I watched Die Hard. Okay, so yeah. Die Hard is one of these movies I grew up watching, watched a bunch of times. I would be surprised if you if said you, you say you it's like the it. best Christmas movie of no, all no, time. I'm going to. I think I would be shocked. I don't know what your opinions are before you. Before I'd be shocked if you're like, I love this movie. It's a good action movie. I just think it's so overrated. I'm curious, all. like, I, what I, are your thoughts? I love this movie. Uh, I'm shocked at that. Like, I think it is the template for all action movies of the last. 30 years, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, that's why there's always, like, die hard on a bus, die hard on a whatever. Because, yeah. like, everybody's taking, like, yes, you put people in this enclosed situation, it's great. It might have the best villain yeah. role. It's the best uh, introductory villain role. This is the first movie Alan Rickman's in. Get out of here. And he... Plays one of the best villains. Like He's so charming, so charismatic. And- Terrifying. Yeah, and terif- And when he goes into that, yeah. there's a, a little brief moment where the wife says something like back to him, kind of like mm-hmm. snotty back, and he gives a little smile, like a like a yeah. little sign of respect. A tech. Yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah. And then Bruce Willis has made him a star. It should have mm. made him a star. Uh, there are things I don't like about it. I like um, Carl Winslow, whatever oh, Reginald yeah, yeah, Val yeah, Johnson yeah, yeah. as a guy, but I hate his character. I think I think there's some cringy stuff with them talking over the phone. Like Super it, cringe. It gets so sentimental out of nowhere, and it just doesn't fit the film. I don't know. I find it like I don't know. Isn't like Bruce Willis crying or something <laughs> over it? Or I, I just I, I, from what I remember, I don't, I remember, I don't like, think he ever cries. But he's he's broken down. In a, uh, and honestly, he killed a fucking kid. He shot a kid that thought he was was playing with a toy gun. Fuck that guy. Fuck yeah. that cop. Who did? Yeah. Reginald Val Johnson. That's oh, why he's been a desk jockey oh, okay, the whole yeah. time. And I was like, did I just hear that right? And I had to, I had to rewind because I was like, no way they would have made him a, like a kid killer. I never actually clocked that. He <laughs> fucking shot a kid for having a toy gun. Thirteen year old kid. This is a redemption story for him. So I, I like that when I went. Oh, that is oh, a so little weird. bit like uh, in this climate. 
That is like a bit of a ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch that this year. I'm curious. I don't remember that either. But yeah, that's interesting. But all the action stuff is amazing. The practical effects in this are Mm. incredible. Incredible. I guess this is Bruce Willis's one of his first forays into being a star. This is Uh, it. Yeah. Is he too smug? Like, does his uh, modern day uh, sins no uh, forgive? I I think the problem that I have with this problem is the fans. Yeah, like I, I like it. It's a really good action movie. Yeah. I hate the fans, uh, like people that think this is the best Christmas. I movie. have it's a like, hard time it's watching. Hardly a Christmas Bruce movie. Bruce Willis these days because he's so smug and everything. Other like, see, he's got that. He's an asshole in this, yeah. but he almost is like an asshole that's put in his place. Like he looks like a fucking idiot for not going with his wife, who has this yeah. awesome job, and it it puts a lot of kind of. Um, I don't. I don't know. the The emphasis at, at the beginning is that he's a fucking schmuck. But he's this asshole that's kind of charismatic and says the right thing. And yeah. he's, but he's he's human in this one. Where, from what I remember about the other diehards, and again, I haven't seen any of these movies in over twenty. Well, part two is yeah. a Christmas movie too, actually. Yeah, part is two is a Christmas oh, movie. It's, it's not great. I, I think that's the thing too. The sequels kind of diluted the first film for yeah. me. Like even like this one ends like with there's hope that this relationship is going to mm-hmm. work out. And then you know when you've seen the sequels, I think they're broken up like by the third yeah. movie or something. And she's left the series which also it kind of makes sense it probably does make sense but i just think it kind of like the whole this is everyone's like oh it's a christmas miracle and all this shit and it's like Mm. yeah the end of the movie isn't great either like the the scene once they're out there and there's like the incompetent police thing like that they already kind of oh yeah yeah that yeah that was the other thing too the although the fbi and everything was kind of like almost too ridiculous how I'm okay with that just because it's fucking were, a- act, action movie. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that that plays a little bit. See, we're saying I'm talking about like there's negatives in this movie, but man, would I watch this over 99 percent of action movies in in general? Like the action stuff is so, so good, and the leads are now. So do you good. put this over Lethal Weapon? I think I'm a Lethal Weapon guy. Yeah. I always was a Lethal Weapon guy. I've watched Lethal Weapon way more times than I've watched Die Hard. Like, I think uh, fucking Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson Lethal Weapon is, is so charming. More char- and, and he's more of a badass. Yeah. And even like, uh, who's up Murdoch in that? Uh, Danny, Glover. Danny Glover. And he's, yeah, he, they're, he's he, fun. He's great. And the, the villain I never Murder. thought was as good as Gary Busey? Gary Busey is insane in that. Gar- he is with awesome. The burning his hand and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. Because he's actually insane in real life. That yeah. before he's a great, like, they, they uh, have villain. The, they're the finale, like yeah. the, the, the fight, fight on the, on the, front, the, line. Line. Yeah. the front line. That's awesome. <laughs> All that stuff is good, but I don't like that. It's not at Rickman level. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. At, like a fucking good, genius yeah. of his. I, like, I don't know. Like that's a pretty. Hey, oh, and it has Tom great. Atkins too. Tom Atkins. I don't remember. Oh, that's right. He's the uh, he's his the, buddy. The, yeah, he's the guy that uh, his daughter's daughter's in, uh, the one that is the one that they're investigating. Adult videos. I watched Lethal Weapon about five or six years ago and I remember that holding up and I, yeah. I, I would give that maybe like, one of these years we'll have to do five. like the action the like Lethal Weapon Die Hard Invasion USA yeah. there's a bunch of other action yeah. Christmas movies um, anyway what are you going to give it I've been going between I think I might give it an eight. Oh wow I am shocked oh you thought that's high yeah I, I almost shocked. went higher wow. it, it's, it's between an eight and eight point five right. I have to watch it again like I also don't get caught I up in feel... fan, fan culture is the worst in general. Yeah. If you're a fan of something, fuck off. Again, yeah. my, my problem is people consider it the best Christmas movie. And like, I think Christmas is barely I, I in it. I feel it is watered down. Now, Bruce Willis has been watered down so much. I think much there's like to... two Christmas songs in it. I think... Now, the Christmas songs, I will say this, are utilized in amazing ways. They have the, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, 
what I can't remember what the song is, but it's it's all the, Christmas and Hollis. Yeah. It's like the opening. No, not the opening, which is is good, but mm-hmm. it's the orchestral. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. barely like I think, and then in the in the building, I think there's some Christmas decorations. Yeah, there, there's the, the trees and everything's getting blown up, not and then there's the yeah, whole whole thing. But like, it's it's so I don't know. To me, it's not. <laughs> I also like. I don't know. As we've learned probably over this, I don't have as much yeah. nostalgia yeah. running through my bones yeah. that I need need that. So for me, this like almost all of my favorite watches during this haven't been Christmas. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm definitely worried about a Christmas star rating. <laughs> um, we'll get to that soon. I got I got one more movie to talk about. Eyes Wide Shut from 1999. Oh wow! I'm, you you made a joke and you said, "What movie should we watch her?" For your birthday, and I said, "Eyes Wide Shut." It's actually a Christmas movie starring Tom Cruise. And then I was like, "You know what? I actually haven't watched that in a long time, and I've been kind of wanting to revisit it." So you had seen this? I was I wasn't sure. Yeah, if you... I, I had seen it um, a while ago, but it's a it's a really interesting movie. I think it's one of Tom Cruise's better performances. Hundred uh, percent. I think Nicole Kidman. There, there's a couple stuff in the beginning, like more so when they're both kind of being more so when she's being like drunk or high. I think like her, it's almost too much. It's almost she's overacting. I, I find that's like before Nicole Kidman was a great actress. This is kind of the time when it's like ah, she's kind of becoming something interesting. But I, I think Tom Cruise, on the other hand, is great in this. Not just because I'm Tom Cruise's biggest fanboy. I think he just delivers a really. It's kind of like a, it's not an over the top. Like he's kind of not really doing the Tom Cruise. He's pulling it back a bit, which I think he does well. Um, I actually forgot how Christmassy this was too, because I thought it was gonna be one of those ones where like. They say it's at Christmas, it's in the background. But like almost like every scene, it's in there somewhere in the background, whether he's going into a party here or in his house, there's a Christmas tree, you know, on the streets. But yeah, it's just such a fascinating movie. It, it's a, the, the plot of the movie is uh, they're kind of drunk at a party and his wife kind of flirts with some guy. He flirts with some women and, you know, they joke around or not joke around, but they're kind of discussing about it. And he, he pretty much makes the comment like, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about you because, you know, we're married doing anything. And she says, oh, really? Because there's actually this one time she tells a story about this attractive soldier that she saw one time and how she thought about she actually questioned for a brief moment there, you know, she could drop everything and go fuck him. And Tom Cruise just cannot get this thought out of his head. And it's constant through flashbacks throughout the movie of his wife fucking this soldier. And, And then from there, he almost feels like, well, fuck this. I need to go do this and it's kind of like uh, about jealousy and kind of secrets and not and desire desire and, yeah. and, and trust i haven't seen eyes wide shut in in a while either it, well i sorry i didn't even mention the main plot so yeah he, he goes and he's trying to like get revenge he's gonna fuck someone and stuff keeps on you know stopping him but eventually he ends up finding out from his his one buddy that he went to school with He's a piano player, and he's like, I went to this like crazy party where like you have to have a password to get in. They blindfold you, and I play there. But one time, you know, I the blindfold fell off a bit, and I was able to see. And there's crazy shit going on there, like orgies and people in costume and shit. And so Tom Cruise begs him, gets the password off him, goes and gets the costume at like midnight or something, which is a great fucked up scene. And uh, yeah, he goes in this party and. That like whole whatever it is twenty minutes is so fucking tense. Yeah, and the scary. Ten- the tension of this movie. You you yeah. tell anybody the plot and yeah. they go, "How is this supposed to be tense?" Yeah, it's fucking yeah. tense. And all the masks they wear. Like this, it's a fantastic. Like it's almost a horror movie at times. Like at least during all that. And even from there, like it, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but like it starts getting into like tell anyone about this. Like you know, we know your family, we know who you are, blah blah. blah. And he starts like 
trying to find out more about it and the people that he talked to about it are disappearing or whatever. And uh, who who is it? Sidney Pollock. Sidney Pollock. Yeah, the, the fucking director. fantastic in this. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, and yeah, this is Stanley Kubrick. I guess he didn't finish this film. It's his last. Oh, film. His last film. No, he did finish. Oh, it. Oh, did he finish uh, it? Okay, yeah, he was finished. AI was his last one. No, AI. AI. Steven yeah, Spielberg took over. That yes, one. AI. He, he did pre-production on it or something. Yeah, right? he he had been planning for a decade. Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. that this yeah, guy yeah, had been yeah. doing, he'd yeah. been planning for decades. But that's the thing too. It is a beautifully shot film. The score is fucking great. But like that piano, like when he's in the, like that, yeah. like that simple piano is score. It worth is so out? Oh yeah. Had you not seen? I haven't seen. Oh my goodness. You need to see. You can get it like cheap but yeah. i think i got it on blu-ray for like 10 bucks or yeah, something. all right yeah it's what well, stanley kubrick yeah tom, tom cruise, cruise nicole kidman nicole like it's it's cindy paul it's it's worth watching again i don't want to say too much i i still have problems with like i said some some of the acting and stuff and uh, i don't know if it fully goes as far as i wanted it to i almost feel like like it could have went further but i, I, I do think, love the final scene like just like yeah 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 I, I think there's so many interesting ideas in there, and it's a movie. I, again, I'm kind of at end. I'm like, I'm excited to watch this again. Like, I watched it like the last time, like three times within a, a calendar year. Or oh, something. really? Like, it was. It, it just it just kind of warmed. Its they're way both in. very in, like him and Nicole Kimmer are both. You kind of see where they're both coming from, and there's a lot of like again interesting like thoughts. You you can start kind of breaking it down on on you know and understanding where they're both kind of coming from. But I'm I'm gonna go eight out of ten. Again, it's not. Uh, it's still pretty great score. It, it's a great yeah. movie. It's a great movie. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where it would. It wouldn't be at the very top of like Kubrick again. Is so yeah. is so mm-hmm. fucking good and is. It's probably his. Well, I don't know if it's 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 his least because there's some great stuff in there, but I don't think it's yeah. as visually advertising is like something like the shining or something where there's like every frame there's something. But I think there is a lot of interesting stuff. There's in there. a, yeah, it's still pretty. Jam, especially if you watch it again, and you is things that are going on in the party in the mm-hmm. background, and there's a lot of actresses too that like started out in this. I'm like, what's that? The girl from Joyride, actually. This is like she's like 13 in this. Oh wow! And there's some pretty dark stuff going on with her. Do you remember her stuff? Oh her yeah, Lily Sorb. Yeah, so yeah, Besky, like, yeah. When when they go to like the hey, sex hey, shop hey, with her. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say too yeah. much, but yeah, there, there's like, and then like what ends up happening that her father does with her is like that is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, there, there's some dark stuff in there it's definitely like you know all about sexual desires and and i don't know it, it's a great movie yeah it it and honestly like i uh i'm gonna do it again i, I probably yeah. won't watch this one but i've been going through and every time around christmas i get some time off it's the only time i really get some time off and his movies are usually fucking long they're pretty and it is long i think it's almost three hours oh, wow. yeah yeah like barry linden which i i i did yeah. I think two years ago is maybe even longer than that, which I also, I think I liked even more than this. I haven't seen that one, actually. But there, another thing where, for me, this is almost like something we were talking about last week, about watching things in piecemeal and how, like, maybe I'd like things better that way. And it got me thinking about, you know, you guys often are watching things in chunks because you have to, but I yeah. think that changes... Sometimes it can be good and sometimes it can be bad. Yeah. No, for sure, yeah. And his movies, I feel like even though they're really long, you they're better to watch, to watch all in one yeah. chunk because you get sucked fucking in. Like yeah. this movie, you get sucked in the yeah. more you immerse yourself. And they're, I find they're all like that. So that's what I've been doing. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I would recommend, like this is again, I was saying like, I'm surprised how much Christmas this is. I'd feel weird watching this in the summer or something. So what if you can, any both of you, uh, or definitely Matt, who hasn't yeah, seen it, watch I'll, it. Go grab it. Yeah, this one I've seen more than a bunch of the other okay. ones. Like I was thinking, 
I've actually only seen 2001 once. I actually, I just picked up the 4K of that. I'm going to rewatch that one soon too. So, um, and if you watch it, maybe I'll throw it in too. Because I, I've only seen it once, and I, yeah. I think I was not in the right mood. I was young, and I was like, I didn't get it, but like I appreciated the visuals of it. But yeah, okay, what's I think going I would on like with the uh, monoliths? I see on the internet like they're kind of like everywhere. Oh, now again, yeah. yeah. What's up with this? I think they've know? been. It's something. There's this. I think if you read online, they're, yeah. they've already been kind of. Explain. Uh, I don't know if it's promote. <laughs> Once it was like, oh, it's been explained. I was like, I don't want it uh, to be explained. Just like I like that they're just yeah. appearing everywhere. Okay. Strange well, Love too. Like I re I rewatched that. I think it was last year, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like Strange Doctor Strange Love. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That might be. I don't know that, that I've only seen that movie. Have I only seen it once? And like once I was like the one time I seen it, it was only a couple of years ago, five years ago. And I was like, well, this movie just jumped to my top 100 or like yeah. high up top. Like yeah. I was just so I thought the comedy and the the timing and just the, the editing, it was just like almost again yeah. another perfect film. I thought I would. That was the one where I was going to watch it, where it was going to be. Oh, this is going to be a five on letterbox, at, yeah. you know, yeah. a nine point five or a ten. You know, did it drop for you? And it kind of just, oh, it, it's, it, I give it 4.5, but it, it yeah. didn't go up to that other, like, hmm. oh, like this is in that other stratosphere. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's visually as, as appealing as some of his other films, because, I mean, most of it is in that one room, right? Like, you're in that room, and then you're on the army base. And it's yeah. fucking masterful. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But there was just, like, some sort of, like, I don't know. It, it didn't hmm. elevate to me. I can't really explain it. But yeah, I'll be watching Kubrick over over the break. It might be 2001. I'm, yeah. that's what I'm I'll, I'll keep an eye on your letterbox and maybe I'll throw it in too. Um, with that, though, before we jump into Christmas Story, should we do our annual yes. gift giving? Sure. Because let's be honest, the Christmas Story is all about wanting yeah. that gift. Yeah, so. getting that perfect gift. <laughs> all right. I got you cards. Ooh la la. Who wants to uh, go first? I guess I will open up the card first. Let's get that ASMR uh, crinkling in there, Maddie. Okay. <laughs> to Mike's family. <laughs> this is from Adam, by the way. <laughs> it's a picture of Nicolas Cage as Jesus, <laughs> which is kind of amazing, from Con Air. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Mark and family. This year is an extra special one for you when your traditions grow deeper and the wine tastes sweeter. It's because this card will inspire you to glory. Magic has <laughs> disposed onto you from the holiest of hands. You have been blessed by the cage. Things before were boring and getting stale. Now you won't think twice about angel dust, stealing a UPS truck, or becoming an unneeded vigilante. Did you write all that, or did that come on the card? <laughs> I was writing. Wow. You can do it all. The master says it's okay. So time to hop on some rollerblades, wear shades indoors, and live life to the fullest. And try out some accents while you're at it. Let your Nick Cage flag fly. Peace and love, Adam and Tammy. That was pretty good reading my handwriting. <laughs> my handwriting is notoriously oh, awful. Uh, awful. Uh, and I, I tried, I thought, f- I, I got halfway through your card, Kyle, and I was like, fuck, we might read this on the show. Uh, I feel like a chump because I just wrote like two <laughs> That's actually like uh, the, a little bit yeah, shorter for it, me. It's usually like novels and Jesus. they're usually go insane. All right, let's see what Adam got. Adam got his. Uh... If Maddie can open it up. Get it right into that microphone, Maddie. 
Isn't that some sweet crinkle? <laughs> yeah, get in there. Oh, it's a poo vacuum. <laughs> it's a, a vacuum that's shaped like poo that takes care of your crumbs. <laughs> Is this for your butt, maybe? Oh. <laughs> butt vacuum. <laughs> Just what you voice. Yeah. Hey, was that Thanks, your Red buddy. Rider BB gun, Maddie? Yeah, yeah, I've always wanted a poo vacuum. So I kind of have a theme that goes with both of yours. So, right. so uh, it's poo? Like a, a crumb vacuum. That's not for this one. So you'll open up this one. Oh, The Outsider. So this is awesome. one of my favorite TV shows I watched in 2020. Oh, fantastic. I almost bought this about like two months ago. So I am so excited about this. I don't this. know if I've heard of that. Awesome. It's a buddy. mini series that uh, it is starts it with Jason. King? It's Stephen King. And it's, oh, okay. it's it, Ben Mendelsohn is really the lead of it. But it starts out, you think Jason Bateman is lead. He actually directs a lot of the episodes. Oh, that is awesome. Buddy, thank you so much. You're welcome. Poo vacuum? (laughs) Is there like a a theme here? Do I have to watch the show to get it? Well, you might get so scared or so (laughs) unsettled. That uh, my insiders become outsiders? There might be little poo crumbs that end up on your couch. Should should I open it? Sure, you go. To Kyle, chambermaid. (laughs) We got a leg lamp uh, card here. Wishing you a very major... Christmas. Oh my God, that's uh, this is Maddie's writing too. <laughs> and a happy birthday too. There's something sinister about a boy who has his birthday close to Christmas, almost like an overload of joy. And that joy turns quickly into underused energy. Now, this energy isn't something noticeable at first, builds and compounds over time until one day, the day of your death, it explodes and those atoms spiral out into the planet infecting any living thing that touches it (laughs) untamed horse december birthday boy energy fascist dictator december birthday boy energy pesky rabbits december birthday boy energy farting corpse december birthday boy energy this is like poetry shakespeare motherfucker almost all the world's problems but hey what would life be without some excitement? Happy birthday, Adam and Tammy. Wow. That's, in, uh... in a different world, you could write cards. <laughs> like... <laughs> I wondered, like, I, I feel like I I got too entranced by your Nick Cage card this yeah. year. It's, it, it, I, I do feel like that's a little bit below my usual standard. It, it's fine, but... Um, it's good. It's good. <laughs> a bit too lovey-dovey. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, wasn't, I didn't go for the throat. Oh, wow. Nice. I have actually not seen this movie. Oh, that do the right to. thing? So do the right thing, the Criterion Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spike Lee, this is, yeah, I've actually wanted to see this movie so a long time. So that was, out of the, all the movies I saw this year, the best movie I saw. I've seen it before, but I would say that's the best movie I watched in 2020. Is it Danny Aiello? Is fucking Spike Jones is one of those guys, like, I'm embarrassed to say, like, I've seen Inside Man, which is the least Spike Jones movie ever. Yeah. Good movie, though. It was, it was good, too. It was a yeah. good heist, but it's like, compared, it seems like this is more what he's known for. Like, what was it? He did a couple in a row, right? Like, Do the Right Thing. Uh, what's she, the, what's all the big that? one? No. Uh, she's Gotta Have It. She's Gotta Have It. And then uh, Malcolm, it's Crooklyn is later. 
uh, a little bit later. Oh yeah, Malcolm X was him. Jungle Fever. Yeah, Malcolm X. Is I have him. Malcolm X second one. Yeah, this is uh, awesome. I'm I I was actually like I've always this. held this in high regard. Mm-hmm. I watched it in the summer and it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. It is so good. Right? It is so good. It is vibrant. It is hilarious. Unrelenting. It, is and a then good word. and then yeah, like that's what I've heard. Like it's so fun, and then it yeah. just like turns. And it, but there's sprinkles of all that yeah. there the whole time. Like under, there's this one great scene where it goes to like a, several different actors in this, and like uh, they just do on these racist tirades of like the there's like mm-hmm. a, a Korean uh, store owner, like a cop, uh, the uh, Danny Aiello is doing like a thing, and then it's like uh, Samuel Jackson, like whoa, 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 hold the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, all all the acting's really great mm-hmm. in it. Uh, Spike Lee is a really good actor. In some ways, it's it's Mookie. it's unfortunate that he he didn't act in more. Sorry, things. did I say it was Spike Jones this movie? You did. Did you? Okay, sorry. Yeah, oh. Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Jones is a different director. I've yeah. seen more of his stuff. Anyway, yeah, I have. I need to see more Spike Lee. So this is the one that, and, to start and, off. And with he it. It, good movie this Wait, year too. Is bugging out Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, and I saw, didn't he do is Summer of Sam, Spike Lee? Yes. Okay, I've seen that one too, which I didn't love, but I heard that's one of his weaker films. That's supposed too. to be, yeah, one, yeah, you know, near the bottom. Bamboozled is the, the other one I need to see. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um, who's up next? Adam. I guess I'll go. This is from Kyle. And I, I got some uh, National Lampoon's wrapping paper. I do love the wrapping paper. For you guys. Uh-oh. Naughty. Your review of Friday the 13th was very naughty. Please accept the love of Cole and have a Merry Christmas, Krampus. Very nice. That is kind of amazing. <laughs> so there's some lump of coal in there for you. Yep. Smells very coaly. Painted that this morning. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You'll see at the bottom... I, unfortunately, half your guys' gift has not arrived yet. It's sitting in BC right now, stuck apparently, delayed at the, uh, in BC. So it's coming, but it, these are the uh, other half. All right. <laughs> so this is uh, To Catch a Thief, Alfred Hitchcock's, uh, which is one of the few I don't have on, on Blu-ray. It's, uh, That's kind of the bonus throw-in because I feel bad that your other half is not here yet. <laughs> um, so that, and, and it's uh, To Catch a Thief for me is uh, maybe an underrated uh, Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. Um, and then King of Horror Collection. Stephen King's It, Stephen King's Cat's Eye, The Shining, and Salem's Lot. Oh, awesome. Now, when you told me you didn't have Salem's Lot, I wanted to get you yeah. Salem's Lot, and yeah. I found out that where, like, I know you have Shining on DVD, but I think you didn't have it on Blu-ray. Don't have it on Blu-ray. Cat's Eye is a fun anthology, and mm. It, I don't know if you've seen It in a long time. Not since I was, the, like, really, uh, like, It was one I wanted to rewatch this Shocktober because of the other it and you guys always talk about it. I'm not gonna lie, I feel kind of bad because I wanted to get you like some obscure like Kino or Criterion, but I'm mm. every time there's a sale now, I tell you about them. <laughs> so I don't know what you have coming in the mail. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, shit, coming soon. <laughs> All right. So yeah, it, it's coming soon. It's a Bigfoot Christmas ornament. I thought it was so sweet. Um, it is pretty great. He's got like a. Lights around his shoulder, and he looks like someone's following him. It's very ominous. Actually. I had to specially order from the States, but uh, I thought it would have been here. But uh, Amazon sent me the email the other day saying it's stuck in BC for some reason. Bah. Isn't that where like, Bigfoot lives in BC? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I guess I will go next. 
with my Griswold uh, Christmas paper from Kyle. So, Adam, you do have to watch Salem's Lot next Halloween now. I did, I did. This is my this is my plan to trick you into watching a three hour movie oh, during even, Halloween. Yeah, but I get I get extra. We, yeah, we gave yeah, you yeah, extra point. And point. And half, yeah. yeah, even it is a uh, pretty much a three hour yeah, movie too, isn't it? So I'm know. curious if it would hold up for you. It might not, but Salem's Lot I think is definitely. I'm, and Shining, you should own on Blu-ray. Shining is top five horror yeah. movie of all time for me. So, what could it be? Naughty. <laughs> Your unabashed love for Boar is unacceptable <laughs> and an insult to horror fans everywhere. Because of this, you deserve to be punished with a love call. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Billy. <laughs> it is a picture of Billy from A Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to frame this and put it in my fridge. <laughs> oh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, very cool. Oh, amazing. Which version? It's the uh, one with the, uh, Don Siegel. The original. Kevin the original. McCarthy, yeah. Nice. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, I checked this out last year and absolutely loved it. Yes, so did I. That's kind of, again, your yeah. bonus one. Oh, this is fantastic. Thanks, buddy. Keep opening the bonus ones first. I yeah, think, I think Kyle's getting real pissed. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, another demon. Oh, oh, nice. Amazing. I'm actually really excited about this. Oh, very cool. Thanks, that's from that buddy. British company? Yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, is an yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. indicator. Again, I know Maddie. He's easier because he doesn't buy the, yeah, the from all these the, the expensive uh, companies. So I ain't, that, ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! I had to about go mainstream for Adam and yeah. obscure for Maddie. I am okay with this. This is awesome. No, that's uh, and I also got a uh, coming soon. Yeah, you got the Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> or I guess Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> So we're right now having uh, some Blood Brothers. Uh, how is this? How's uh, it is amazing? Very good, amazing. Kyle. How are you dealing with this? Uh, this is uh, what is it? Eight, eight numbers? I don't know. It's seven point something. Or I smelt it and I already kind of felt a little tipsy. So. Under the house in Northern Italy. No, it's actually it's actually got a really sweet taste. That's in. I think the amaretto. Yeah, you know. it's good. They're pretty good. Uh, okay, Kyle. Okay. So this is from Maddie. Uh, we got some dogs. And Christmas outfits. And now how much you like it? Animals and clothes. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. The teenage slasher movie book. From, oh. This is from, uh, the, this guy does a podcast. The um, Yeah, I forget what it's called. The Hysteria Continues podcast, which there is pretty much is. a podcast that every episode is dedicated to a slasher, and they've covered like 100 or something. But yeah, this yeah, is awesome. Uh, like, it goes in the obscure. Like, I was kind of like flipping through it. I also, this was actually on my Christmas I, I list, so hopefully you, uh, Becky doesn't get. <laughs> I wrote you a bit of an insignia. I couldn't write okay. in the book because uh, there's okay. a little bit of a note there for you. So we got Merry Christmas, Rod. I'm sorry I couldn't find a novelization of the Return of Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> Love always, Maddie. Yeah, no, thank you. This is oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I think you'll dig that. This is cool. I got uh, a movie and a book that I'm excited to check out. So thank you, guys. Very cool. And yeah, sorry, this book is, it's like all about all the 80 slashers. Slasher films. It's pretty much the a Happy Birthday to Me Shish Kebab on the back cover, which is yeah. fucking amazing. I don't know what the front cover is, though, which just kind of entices me. Right. Some Jason. But yeah, it's kind of cool because it, it goes through a lot of ones that I probably haven't seen. Like it obviously has the main ones covered, but like Savage Water, I've not seen. Oh, I've seen that a couple of times. Is that your, <laughs> that's your jam, right? Yeah, that's the one. Cool, thank you. It's about Fred and Ben Savage opening up <laughs> a uh, pool, which is pretty good. Adam, what did uh, what'd you get from Maddie? Oh, what could it be? 
John Landis Monsters in the movies. Oh, fuck, How, yeah. It is, looks so dope. It's pretty much all the monster movies ever. Yeah. It's like an eyewitness book. It is so dope. Somebody was talking about this. And was it Ken? It like, was Ken, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he gave this to somebody, and yeah. they didn't fucking care at all. And yeah. he was like, that's the last time I, <laughs> I hang out with this guy ever. Yeah, I've seen, it's supposed to be a really good book. Sorry, Ken, did we give away your secrets? <laughs> uh, and your, your friend. Merry Christmas, my leather-loving Larry. Raw bottom boys for life. Yeah, yours always, the assless chap. No, this is amazing. This is super cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I was. I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Who can I buy this for? Uh, thank you. No. Yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna, gonna go through it. You're gonna, you're gonna dig this it. This is gonna when I'm on my break and I actually can like sit down, live like life like a normal person. I will be doing this. Well, Merry Christmas, yeah, Merry Maniacs. Christmas, guys. I guess we should should we jump into Christmas story now? Yeah. Christmas story starring Zach Ward. <laughs> Let's uh, throw up the trailer. Wait, who's the now? other guy oh. who who stars in porn now? We'll get into him. <laughs> okay. In uh, here's a trailer for Christmas Story from 1983. In this modern age, Perfect. too many people have lost sight of the true meaning of Christmas. Mom! Hush! Shut up, Ralphie! So now, in the spirit of the original, made you! Stop! Tradition. American Christmas. Thanks a lot! MGM presents a Christmas story. Santa's beard. And unwraps the secrets. Did I get a tie this year? Of the original, traditional. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. 100% two fisted, red blooded. It's smiling at me. All American Christmas. A Christmas story. In the 1940s, a young boy named Ralphie attempts to convince his parents, his teacher, and Santa that a Red Ryder BB gun really is the perfect Christmas gift. So yeah, the the plot of this movie is pretty much it's a story of a young boy in the 40s, I believe, early 40s, late 30s. Is it that? Yeah, I guess so. I think it's based on the cars. Yeah, 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 you might be it, right. It is unknown. I was looking into this. It's I, unknown, but yeah, I think they. it's around that it time. Like 30, 50s, it's though. It's 39 or 40. Yeah. 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 So you can tell with the car and like the, the toys furnace, are all yeah. metal still. Like it seems like the dawn of like hyper 
consumerism yeah, in, yeah. in the U.S. Which makes sense because the whole movie is about a boy and all he wants is this Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. But every time he mentions it, whether it's his parents, his you're teacher, shoot even Santa Claus, they tell him that you're going to shoot your eye out. But in watching as a kid, that's why I always loved it. Because, I mean, to me, when I was a kid, it wasn't about getting together with your family. I mean, that's fun seeing your cousin's yeah. stuff. But it was about the toys on Christmas. Yep. You know, get putting together that Christmas list and getting, you know, waking up. Getting the getting old Sears catalog sweet, out. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, circling. Sears yeah, catalog, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, but and now I, I think I appreciate it more. Just I relate more to the, the, the adults Don't. and the stuff they go through and just – Kind of that loving, even though you can kind of tell they're sometimes at odds with each other. They're they, they're different, but they're definitely a loving uh, mm. family, which I really enjoy. Right down to like the finale, which is perfection to me. Yeah, um, which we can talk about. Um, this is, of course, we've already uh, directed by Bob Clark. We talked about him quite a bit last episode. I guess starting Peter's Billingsley is pretty much the lead of this, right? Yeah, Peter Billingsley, who did a little movie called Death Valley, which is kind of a fun little Sasha thriller. Before this. I think it was before this. I think he was oh, wow. kind of known before he did this film. He was. They didn't want to yeah. cast him because yeah. he seemed too obvious of a choice. He was a, yeah. like a big commercial yeah. star like, uh, as a little kid in the 70s. Uh. And Will Wheaton, I guess, was one of the guys that auditioned for his role. But I, I think he's great in this. I don't know. I think he he is amazing in this. Even like his little ticks when he just smiles, like almost like a, a punishly. Yeah. yeah, like well, everything around eh? the teacher. Eh? Yeah, is, is pretty amazing. With the Santa Claus, like no, I want a red red baby gun. Kind of looks like he kind of does that. But he eh? still he still seems like a kid. Yeah, it's not like a kid trying to get attention. Like, yeah, yeah, he's quite good in this. When, and when he opens up again, we're jumping ahead. But when he mm. opens up the Christmas present, like. That is that feels like a real kid that is yeah. so excited that he got this gift. Um, it is based on a, I guess, a bunch of short stories by Gene Shepard, who did a bunch of stories in Playboy magazine, I, be- I believe. So yeah, and like he, that was one one of the places. But uh, he used to do a radio okay. show. It was a ra- an AM radio program, and like. Like Garrison Keillor? And, and God We was... Trust All Others Pay Cash, he, I believe, he, is the main Yeah, so he ended up writing a, a book eventually. And uh, like John Favreau talked about how he was making, wanted to make Alf. Be, one of the reasons was this movie, but mm-hmm. also from the original stories that he remembers his dad listening to on the radio. Yeah, which he does a narration, though. And he's got the perfect voice. Oh, does man. he? Is, is that yeah, yeah, the writer? Is a narrator? Yeah. Oh, I was actually about to ask who does narration because he is so good at he, that. He's also and has and a cameo, so right? Yeah, yeah, he does have a Bob Clark has a cameo in there as well. Okay. Who, Gene Shepard and his wife. Who is Gene Shepard in this? He's the guy when they're waiting in line for Santa. I think he's the one that tells him, like, tells hey, him to go back, back in the line. Yeah. And his wife is next yeah. to him. And then Bob Clark is in it as uh, the scene where they're looking at the the leg lamp in the window and the neighbors talking. Oh, like, oh kinda... what's that there? Oh, it's a major reward. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I just love the narration. I love like the writing is just so good and the word choice and everything. Mm-hmm. Like there's some great, like just the, the descriptive words for everything is so My perfect. My father worked in a profanity the way that some yeah. <laughs> artists work with pastels. And like, yeah. that is yeah. so genius. Um, and then Lee Brown and Bob Clark actually did work on the screenplay with them. Um, but yeah, he did do the screenplay. Lee too. Bra- uh, Brown's his wife. Oh, Bob Clark's. Okay. No, not Bob Clark. Oh, uh, Gene Shepard's. Gene okay. Shepard's yeah, third can... wife, I believe. Okay. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we've already talked about Peter Billingsley. Um, oh, all at the same time? Yeah, he was yeah, in Utah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Peter Billingsley has his little brother, Ralphie. Um, and then he's got his close friends, Flick and Schwartz. Schwartz, of course, is famous. <laughs> 
for he's the kid that gets his tongue stuck to the pole. The yeah. famous scene. He uh, went on and did a little adult film career. I, I, I looked into this. Like, uh, where's all these people? What they do? And like, I guess yeah. he started like uh, like over like two hundred adult films. I don't. I, I think what I read is a lot of it. He didn't get nude, and then he started to get in, like, into one it. One or so. He did a couple, but yeah, such yeah. classics as Cafe Flesh, <laughs> Devil in Mrs. Jones Six, Booby Trap. <laughs> Dirty Bob's Excellent Adventure, part 35 and 36. <laughs> They're not even trying anymore with these names, are they? But yeah, those guys are great, too. They're funny. Mm. You you kind of know those. Everyone has those. You know, he's kind of like somewhat of a decent kid. And he's got the mm. little shit friends. Yeah. Well, again, they're all shitty to each other. Like, they don't stick up for each other. There's well, kind of like a... I think they're, they're the just bus. friends. And yeah. I don't think, like, it's not mean-spirited. They're daring each yeah. other. Because the one kid... You, you used to do that. The one kid yeah. doesn't believe. So yeah. they're arguing. Oh, you don't believe that your tongue's going <laughs> no, to stick to the... No, but, like, every the time they, they get into trouble, they just run. Yeah. <laughs> Did you Triple that? dog dare. Yeah. 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 He's like, well, no, the bell rang. Uh, I can't help you out. I got to go back. And <laughs> well, they the just bell, leave yeah. him. They leave him like to the pole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think that's uh, great. There, there are so many, and we can get into it. I think this movie, it's like, it just has so many classic mm. scenes. Like, well, even it, people again, that, is like, it's it's vignettes. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, this is pretty much uh, the reason you didn't like uh, Christmas Vacation because it was pretty much a bunch of skits. I felt the same with this. There was a bunch of different like uh, stories, but I feel like cohesiveness. Th- there's a cohesiveness in this that I didn't feel in Christmas Vacation and uh, characterization. These are all lived in characters. Where in Christmas Vacation, they're they're all cardboard. Cutouts. Oh yeah. I think Christmas Vacation is actually a funnier movie than mm. than this. I would say. Well, this isn't supposed to be funny. I don't think. No, it, it's a comedy, but I think yeah. this is more heartfelt than Lampoon's. Yeah, is. It, but it's not too. Too overtly sentimental. No. It, it, I think it, mm-hmm. it feels like it's showing you a true yeah. picture. I think the the only thing that plays up the nostalgia a little bit is the humor. Seems like it's a li- like occasionally like the Benny Hill almost like yeah. Whatever yeah. I mean, again, I can get into. I, I almost think this is another perfect film. I love Christmas movies. This mm-hmm. one. I mean, I watch this movie every year since for the past twenty something yeah. years, and I still don't get bored of it. I still. Love it. I still laugh at scenes just like Nash Lampoon's. But I do feel like the, the two the dream sequences are kind of my least favorite scenes in the movie. Like they're they're fun and I stuff, but I feel like say, they kind of the they take you out of it for a couple minutes. Had a blast making this movie. Like yeah, uh, yeah. what's the name of the mom? I forget her her name. Oh, uh, from Close Melinda Encounters. Dillon, yeah. yeah, she's great. And uh, Kolchak. Uh, yeah, Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin, so good. Is so good. They are all just having a blast in every like a uh, dream sequence. You can well, tell they are just loving doing what they're doing. Yeah. And apparently, Jack Nicholson was almost cast, and and Bob Clark is glad that didn't happen. Yeah, that would be such. I a agree. Hard, McGavin is yeah. so perfect. Like he plays a dad. Like oh, he's, uh, he's he is. He's charming. the best part of the movie, in my opinion. He is burnt out. He is grumpy. He is angry, but he plays it all. With a love. But I think this is one of those movies, that, yeah. again, why I love it so much is like all the characters are kind of memorable. Like the yeah. teacher is kind of memorable. Mm. Even you go into like the scene when they're waiting for in line for Santa. Well, Santa and the elves are memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Santa and the elves. That's that, fucking terrifying. I love <laughs> I how crotchety all the elves that are. That might be, yeah, like in terms of direction where I actually feel like this is a lesser version of Bob Clark than Black Christmas in, well, I, in that I feel respect. Like, I feel like he's trying to be more simple like the the movies of, of the time. I feel like he was trying to not do too much with the, the camera. He was trying to keep it kind of simple. He still, he cuts at weird times like often like where you go why did you take me away from that action and hmm. um, there was a few things except that fucking scene where he goes to see Santa Claus is yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But even the kid where he's waiting in line, 
I like Santa. No, I, love what else he I, I like Robin Hood. No, yeah. what does he say? Like, uh, the we- I, I like, like the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. <laughs> Which also makes me think that it's 1939 and 19... Yeah, that actually makes People sense. People make an argument, I guess, online because yeah. of the Annie Oakley decoder ring was in 1940. It's like, yeah. there's think- a 1939 calendar on the wall. That's where I first... I yeah. think these movies, it's a lot like you've seen even Stranger Things, Goldberg's. Like, they yeah. kind of take... Their favorite things, they throw it in. It's like they know that that probably yeah. is not going to match the time, Doesn't but they want to fit that in there. Yeah, because it was a big part of their childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know this this movie. Even right from the beginning, the classic score, like the Christmas, the mm-hmm. way they take the Christmas music, I, th- I think is great. I love the score in this. But the opening, the the, the font they use for the like it, yeah. right away, you got that warm Christmas feeling. Yeah. The kids all hypnotized, looking at the window of all the toys. And back then, I, again, to- I love. 80s toys, a girl, yeah. all that kind of shit. There's something magical about that kind of era. And I think mm-hmm. even though obviously I wasn't around in the 40s, I can't necessarily relate to a lot of these exact scenes. In, in some way you relate to, like, we've all went, you know, whether it's getting in the big snowsuit, what, dealing with bullies, the soap uh, in your mouth for swearing. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever had that. <laughs> I remember, like, a lot of these Purchasing things, I think you... Instantly just thought of like soap. I never had soap, okay, but I, I thought I was always going to get soap. <laughs> yeah, because because it was of a this thing. movie yeah. and and the the pole. I remember standing outside. It was a like a dry cleaners in Burlington, and I still remember this. Like, should I lick that pole? Yeah, <laughs> just to see. If like, it was right and it's, yeah. it, and for yeah. me, I can I, think I can see the that. paint chips yeah. on that fucking pole. Like, it's such a vivid memory for me. And the only reason I'm thinking that mm-hmm. is because I watched a Christmas story yeah. two weeks ago. And we're not, and that, those are like, they're kind of real relatable moments. But then you get into like the leg lamp. Everyone, they, even people that haven't seen this movie, they know the leg lamp. They yeah. know the fragile scene, the major mm-hmm. word, the pink bunny outfit. Like, these are all classic moments. The little brother eating like the pig, like... <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there's so many great. The, the I love His, the battle between the parents with the leg lamp, like I always love, turning it off yeah. and shit. She hates it as the long and he's suffering so, mother. I love ha- the plug too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His dad could change a fuse in like yeah. 20 seconds flat. <laughs> where he's even when he's fixing the star, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's crooked. No, it's fine. No, it's crooked. Oh, yeah. there you go, and it's so hot. This is my first time watching this movie from like the dad's point of view. I get that dad a hundred percent. Like. <laughs> On Christmas morning, he was hungover as hell, right? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he was like, oh, fuck. Well, and they were up late probably putting <laughs> yeah, out the gifts. exactly. And even, like, the gifts, like, you can tell he's like, what the fuck do I need this for? Why am I getting this yeah. gift? Like, I want a tie. Why didn't I not get <laughs> yeah. a tie? Oh, Axel Grace, awesome. <laughs> I love, like, him dealing with the thermostat every... Yeah. I'm totally that guy now, yeah. like, with lights and thermostats. <laughs> uh, you know, I always thought that was a joke, but it's like, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to save money, motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, even like I love the the kid's so excited to get this orphan Annie decoder yeah. ring, and he does the thing and it turns out it's just a fucking ad for <laughs> Ovaltine and how annoying is that kid brother like he played it so well so yeah, I don't know I think again as someone that has two boys yeah. kind of actually at, at roughly kind of around the same, same age, age I'm like totally watching I totally you get that when the, every time they're going to do something they're kind of like pushing and like yeah. well there's that's the, so real so the, the second that kid came on the screen Tammy, who I think she's seen this way more than I yeah. at times, and I'd seen this a lot as a kid, but she, she like she she said she had burnt out of this. She loved it and then just watched it too, too much. much. Um, and she's like, I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> like the oh. second the uh, second his kid. face <laughs> up, appears on the screen, yeah. she's like, I fucking hate that kid. Like no. <laughs> oh, he reminds me so much of my son. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like him. I think he's, he's funny. He's so annoying. Like, the minute the kid goes in the bathroom, you're like, I have to go in the bathroom. Yeah. And the the kids whines but in that, this that's movie. That's how kids are, man. Again, you wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get this. But the kids' whines in this movie is so ear piercing. But even if the snow suit, though, do you, so do, you, do, well. do you not remember? Like, your mom. Oh, oh I remember. And you couldn't even, like, shoot, put on too much where you couldn't even move or breathe. And it's like. Yeah. That's relatable, yeah. man. He's got a snowsuit bag, and then yeah. it's so packed he came and put his arms down. And like, yeah. I don't know. Yes, he's annoying, but you kind of get where he's coming from at the same time. You can still hate that like, kid, though. Yeah, yeah that's that's fair. He's, but he's not my kid. Yeah, that's fair uh, enough. I don't know. I, I think I like him. This is the only movie that captures like a kid's whine perfectly, right? Like <laughs> every time a kid cries, it gets like crazy high pitched and low groans. They well, don't. Do you they don't this? try to sugarcoat any of that no. stuff. Like. Peter Billingsley, as we've talked about, is not like this heroic no, kind of no, protagonist as no. we we've seen it, and it doesn't ever try to make him like no. what's he's, actually he's that likable like nine year old kid like yeah. other than like he's a charming kid yeah but his actions aren't charming no. No. but that, again that's why I'm trying to think like is there any other Christmas film that is feels like a real Christmas like you go into like Elf and all these even National Lampoon's I love and they go through a lot of like moments you can relate to overall it's kind of a it goes kind of silly and like movie movie story wise most movies like go like this is a simple story about a kid that wants a toy and and they're just like again it it, you it doesn't have that much to do with christmas other than like Chris, it being around Christmas, like well, it's just like a couple of days in the life of this family at yeah, Christmas time. At Christmas time, but it works because uh, at that point in their life, uh, everything's about Christmas for these like three, four days. It, it feels very, very natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, is there any other movies though about? A kid wanting a toy for Christmas, yeah. that's the plot. Every other movie's like, it goes into like, say, yeah. you know, being good to man. There and all, like, is almost no plot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there really isn't. It's just a bunch of different like skits. Or, well, uh, it's just, it's yeah. A, yeah, the week before Christmas or whatever, which is, again, that's why I love these movies. I know, I know you said this one works better than National Lampoon's, but I, I, I kind of like, like, I think if you had a, a plot, I, I have a problem with movies. I have a problem with it. Like, I just want to see a week leading up, and I want to go through getting a Christmas tree, uh, going shopping. Like, these are all kind of things when I think of Christmas. It's all these events that lead up to Christmas. So I love these movies that kind of go yeah, through Yeah, and that, I, I think this works out. Uh, this was actually, like, it's <clears> funny because I'm probably not going to give much. Uh, I, I might actually go down more on uh, <laughs> Christmas Vacation after seeing oh, this man. because of how much better I felt like the vignette story uh, works on this again with i i think i think this is like for me bob clark being uh, like a a little bit and even my favorite bob clark stuff which like that i've seen the last year with death dream and um black christmas Christmas, he's a little bit sloppy and this movie is definitely sloppy and that that's the thing but all of that still works for me because there's so much characterization and it doesn't have to have plot but it has to feel like it's it three dimensional for me to to get invested. Mm. The bum kisses the uh, the neighbors or the dogs. <laughs> I love the dogs. Yeah, that scene's great. That's actually yeah. I think another one of like the dogs running by and mm-hmm. like another great kind of vis- I, I visual. I think too the last twenty minutes of this movie is pure perfection from like the point where the kid goes to sleep. He wakes up. It's like ice it's over. Winter, just the way it's done, like the music, yeah. it's like perfect, the score. Mm. And you're just seeing like through the eyes of a child, like what Christmas means. You know, you wake I up like, the snow, I heard that they going sh- down they and d- seeing the they, presents. They got and... the floorboards out of the house so they could shoot at his height. Huh. Oh, that's awesome. But just like, yeah, they're just coming down. And, and like you said, the way the, the difference watching now, the parents react to mm. the Christmas. And then even like when the dad points out the gift behind there and seeing 
the excitement and it's like the dad is becoming a child again watching his son because he used to have one as well yeah you put that in there yeah and then we go to like the christmas dinner it doesn't work out and they end up at the chinese restaurant it's like this classic moment of just you know they said like that's the first time they ever had chinese uh Mm. turkey and it was like (laughs) memorable to them but then even like the final scene where it's like the kids are in bed now. Just mom and dad. The mom and dad sitting. It's so perfect. You cut first. You see the outside with a car parked there and the snow falling and everything. And then you cut to inside and it's all dark and they're looking out the window. The kids sleeping with the gun. You know, they're, he's rubbing her back or whatever with their wine or whatever. It's just like, I don't know. That That is like, that's Christmas mm. to me. That's like the perfect Rockwell Christmas, I guess. Mm-hmm. But again, in a more realistic, because these aren't the perfect family. Yeah. You know, they, they go through. No, I, I, I like, I, I never feel like this tries to, it's instantly should be just a nostalgia trip and there's a couple things i don't love the opening as much as you do because i felt mm-hmm. like oh it's going to be just this fucking thing where it's just going to be like back in my day yeah and i i don't yeah. have any patience for that shit anymore it's it's not though pint size like... walter minty is yeah. <laughs> is not going to be my my deal but I, I it wasn't that for me. Yeah. It wasn't that for me at all. I think that's one of my favorite films as far as narration goes. I, Stand by Me is up there too. Yeah. Has the classic narration by Richard Dreyfuss. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones, but those these two definitely stand out to me. Um, I did say I don't love the dream sequence. It's kind of disappointing because I think they I don't I think they filmed it. Maybe they didn't, but uh, there's supposed to be a Flash Gordon oh, yeah. scene where Ralphie was gonna like fight Ming yeah, the Merciless. I even like uh, his teacher being the witch and his mom yeah, being the uh, the. Uh, See, I, I, I like some of that, like when yeah. it's a little bit quicker. The yeah. the scene where they're in the back. I thought I was gonna fucking break your heart because the first like twenty minutes there was a bunch what of you things. Think Black Bart is kind of yeah, taken. and I, I know a lot of people love that, but well, I was yeah, like, I think it's kind of fun like how it's yeah. shot and everything. Like he does a good job of mimicking kind of that. That stuff. I think like the scene where he's blind and it stuff. It might because... be a bit too early in the film to do that scene because it happened in the first like five minutes, doesn't it? Like that it's like really black bar yeah, scene. Yeah. So I think it might be a bit too early to... Well, I think it honestly, it gets stronger as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we would have lost anything if we got rid of the, the dream sequences, all three of them, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we could have we could have had him talk about going blind or whatever in with the narration or like yeah. really, I don't I, know. Like I, I think... There is sometimes a lack of like visual flair, and, and you you have good performances and, and everything, but it is vignettes, so sometimes it feels like it needs. To, but I, I agree, like that. Those are not my favorite aspects of the the movie mm-hmm. either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have too much to say because I mean, this this, this movie, like you said, it is just classic moment after classic yeah. moment. What are you guys gonna give? Do you, do you guys have anything outside, or what are you guys gonna? Give I it think up? that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, I I, I guess. I'll go first. I uh, I'm gonna give it eight. Eight. Oh, nice. I'm gonna go seven point five. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, the, the, I'm I'm between those two. Yeah. To be honest, like there's something about it that is great. I like a lot of parts, but I I did feel like I didn't. It had to win me over on the on the back half. Mm-hmm. On the back, I feel really? I, I might I like have been back burnt. Half no, no, the back half is what won me over. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I might be a bit burnt down in this movie because uh, you've seen it. Thousands of times, so he kind of stopped yeah, clocking I, I still, it. Yeah, I still see it. it. Becky gets like, "How can you watch that yeah. National Prunes every single year?" And I'm like, uh, "I love him." Uh, nine nine out of ten for me. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah. Like again, I can't think of any other movie that I've seen yeah. twenty something times, and I still, still enjoy. Dig, like eh? most movies, I need to take a five year break or something. Mm. Are those your top two? Christmas movies, uh, Lampoons. National Lampoons, Lampoon, or yeah, Lampoons, Christmas Story, or my two. I might, I, I probably go number one as National Lampoons, number two Christmas Story, number three probably Black Christmas. 
And then, uh, I don't know, I really like Scrooge. I like Krampus. I love, like, all the versions of A Christmas Carol. So mm. uh, the 51 no, version. No, it's would a wonderful be. life. That's not in top. No, that's not one of my favorites. Like, I, I, I've i seen it a couple times. Again, it's barely a Christmas film. Like, a lot of it's going back into his whole story. The yeah. Christmas only plays a part. It's long. It's it, It's more of, like, a dramatic. Like, I don't... My favorite Christmas movies are the ones like when I watch this of National Prince, I think of Christmas. I think of going to the getting the tree presents, you know, all the different going to the mall. It's a wonderful life. I can't really relate to any of that. You know, I mean, it's just a really good story and I, I love it. It's a great movie, but uh, I don't get the same nostalgia. I feel like it makes me feel these. good. Like at the end, like even though it's super yeah. dark, it's funny because I didn't see that. The until fact that that I fucker gets away with all that the money still, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Which I love the SNL sequel. <laughs> it's um, life, but yeah, like that's probably number one now for me. Yeah, I think so. I've seen Scrooge way more times than anything. I've seen Scrooge every year since probably 1990. The thing is, uh, I usually watch that word a little bit, like. And the drinks yes. at that point in our cups. But there's always something I clock that I didn't clock the year before. It's a little bit – There's, I think uh, Scrooge is interesting because you have two people that are making a movie. It's a huge budget. Yeah. Bill Murray's been away. Like he just basically abandoned trying to – like didn't want to be a big star. So he just left. But he comes back and this is his big comeback movie. And he, him and Donner hate each other. Right. But there's too much going on for it to like – there's still a lot of effort going on because they both don't want to fail. It's a yeah. super important movie for them. So you get all of these extra stuff going on in that movie. It's by far not a, a perfect movie. Like I can, you can there's scenes you're like, why is he uh, all of a sudden New York? That's and always the one we always <laughs> yeah. point out. Like he's got a New York accent yeah. in the in the in the scene where he's walking around mm-hmm. New York. But it's uh, that's the one for like, that would be the next. Mm-hmm. One I, I think me. they're both great Christmas movies. Again, when I think of again for me, it's all about. They're relatable, and I just I can't really relate to those movies. Those movies are like, you know, th- it's the typical Christmas message that mm-hmm. in the end, you know, everything's going to work out and be good to each other and whatever. Whereas, like, I, I can relate to the all the different shit that these movies uh, go through. <laughs> and then maybe Miracle for me, Miracle the original, the original. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, so it's it's interesting. I'm gonna. I haven't watched. Miracle I don't have the in same time. love as Elf for Elf. I actually really enjoy. I know you guys are gonna laugh because it's Tim Allen. But jingle all the way. No, I don't like the Jingle all the way uh. that much. Actually, I really don't like Jingle all the way. The humor doesn't work for me. Uh, Santa Claus, I think, is actually. Oh, okay. I think it's such an interesting idea of even if you forget the, about Tim Allen, the way that the mythology they do of Santa Claus. The one with best. Martin Short. Uh, no, that one's terrible. Santa Claus. Yeah. Three. The sequels are unwatchable. But I um I popped on. Uh, I guess um. The Cat in the Hat Saves Christmas, something like that, starring Martin mm-hmm. Short. It was on like Amazon Prime. I was like hanging out That's with That's like my a daughter. really kitty one or something. Yeah, yeah. And like Martin Short was a voice of Cat in the Hat. Like, I was watching like two minutes. I'm like, I got to turn this off. I, well, that, that's like the, the, again, that's like the Max and Ruby kind of yeah. kid stuff where it's like a learning thing. It's not really. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I just couldn't stand Martin Short. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, do I like Martin Short? I'm going to have to get back to you guys. I don't know if I do or not. No, I like Martin Short. <laughs> We were talking about this again. Yeah. Like, there's something like Martin Short. I have you seen the Martin Short Steve Martin? Special? I haven't. Yet. No, I haven't. There's something like throwbacky vignette about. It. Yeah. Anyways, we're going off. Yeah. yeah. The only other one I wanted to bring up was Home Alone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love Home Alone too. That's one too. Like, yeah. One of our friends. It's like his favorite movie. And I just thought it was crazy. And then I rewatched it a couple years ago. I'm like, no, that is a really fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. I rewatched it also maybe three years ago and had like it's interesting. I watched these. I used to watch. 
every fucking Christmas movie for probably a month. That's all I watched was Christmas content. That's me. Yeah, right now. <laughs> right, right when Halloween's over, I'm kind of usually starting. And I haven't done that since I was like 19. It was like yeah. I have Bill Murray Night, and Bill Murray Night is just Scrooge, and then two movies that aren't yeah. Christmas. And then usually on Christmas Day, I would watch something maybe, and that might be it. Oh, Nightmare, Nightmare for Christmas, I love too. I think it's oh, yeah, that's so great visually. And then, yeah. like, Santa is that Claus Halloween movie is kind of fun. Christmas? Ernest Saves Christmas. Well, mm-hmm. you should, like, maybe because you're kind of like burnt out, maybe check out some of the obscure shit, like the um, the Santa Claus one from like the, the 70s. That's like a Spanish one where he has to fight. Satan and Merlin. Santa, well, Santa Claus versus the Martians is a classic. A lot for me. of a lot of the the horror ones I haven't seen. That was that was yeah. not part of it. I, I've seen more 1940s and 1950s. Yeah, Christmas that movies. makes sense. Yeah, there's, there's so Silent Night, Deadly Night next year. You guys, what do you what do you guys think? We'll yeah. try to do the entire series. <laughs> I, I do it. I, I don't think it would be uh, Adam Adam's thing, but maybe. We'll but honestly, like the t- the Bob Clark's, they both they yeah. both work yeah. for me. I, I would go Black Christmas over a Christmas Story, though. Yeah. That's just the movies I prefer, right? Like that's why we do. Our, I, I would go Christmas Story, but again, I love. Yeah. They're both almost perfect films for me. It's crazy that two movies about Christmas from the same director could be so so different. Yeah, like yeah. heads and tails of that, which is kind well, of it's kind of crazy. I know you didn't love Porky as much, but it's still considered mm. one of the best teen romps of all yeah. time. Black Christmas considered one of the best horror or slashers yeah. of all time, or horror holiday slashers. And then Christmas Story is considered like the best like Christmas he kind of has three yeah. classics in the genre. And then, you know, he did some other films that are good and stuff. Honestly, but three, like, it's... I would put Dead of Night, Death Dream, whatever you want to call it, yeah. right up with the two we just watched. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you guys have anything else that? Or? I do. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Yeah, Merry awesome. Christmas. Awesome. Yeah, it's good that we're able to get in this. Yeah. yeah. I built, yeah, I built the... a space just so we could get together <laughs> yeah. and, and feel safe. Yeah, I kind of feel like some of my other friends I haven't seen, so I wonder if we didn't have this podcast, if we'd be... You're hanging out. Getting together. So I'm kind of glad we're, we're keeping up with this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, well, we uh, this is probably the it for the end of the year, but if we'll be back. Uh, want to wish us a year. happy uh, 2021. You can email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com or you can find us on uh, Twitter at moviecitymaniac, but we never really check that. But we also now have a Instagram. Yeah, uh, Instagram should be roaring over the holiday season. Uh, uh, so at Movie City Maniacs. And then Facebook, uh, Movie City Maniacs, just search. We have a like and a group page to discuss there. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you all have a great uh, holiday, Stay whatever Mary. you celebrate. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, soon. Stay- ho, ho, ho! <laughs> <laughs>